Hello and welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our stream shows from Twitch. You can always find our Twitch schedule at twitch.tv forward slash RPG forward slash schedule. You can also find all of our previous shows on podcast or YouTube by searching Roll Together RPG. These podcasts are sponsored by Phoenix Dice and supported by Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms as well as Eldwood Academy. Links to them will be in the description. Please do leave a review and thank you for joining us. Hello, 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 and welcome to Trust and Glass. Thank you very much for joining us for this evening of Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Tom, and I will be your Dungeon Master tonight. Now, Trust and Glass is a sequel to my previous campaign of Crash and Burn. It concerns the gate crashes, those heroes of the multiverse. When all looks that it's going to fall apart, in comes a gate crasher to save the day apart from what happens when they don't. Now the multiverse is at risk and is falling apart and it's up to four heroes to try and save us all. Let us meet all the players. Hi, my name is Sean. I use he, him pronouns and I will be playing Georgie, who also uses he, him pronouns. Hi, my name is Talia, she, her, and I will be playing Karen, who uses he, they pronouns. Hi, my name is Josh and I will be playing Jack, who uses he, him pronouns. Hi, my name is Nat, and I'll be playing Nora, who uses she-her pronouns. And I'm Tom, and I'm the weather. need to understand most importantly of all is that heroes now they come in different forms now if we were looking at the ancient pharaohs um their definition of a hero is someone who is talented uh marvelous uh, blessed by the gods uh there seems to be an understanding that uh morality it comes on a scale ranging from good to evil chaotic to uh i don't know lawful but no what we truly need are talented, marvellous people. People who are willing to put themselves out there and sacrifice it all. Introduction to being a gatekeeper by Keeper. The multiverse, folks, is in trouble. Always is, always will be. And though this ship that might be this universe is slowly sinking, you might as well, I don't know, put a couple of band-aids, other sticky plasters are available, over the various holes and try and fix it. Now this, my friends, is the story of four, well, heroes. Heroes who sacrifice it all in order to save it all. So, like all good stories, we begin in a CD bar. <laughs> The music is pounding, the smells are intense. There are various people drinking, uh, making out, but there's one person, one person in a hood, because of course, if you're starting in a pub, someone's got to be in a mysterious hood, sitting at the back. They look around, they catch the eyes of someone crossing the hall. 
This person sits down across from them. Well, says our hooded friend. I do hope you weren't followed. Our metaphorical our camera turns around. Talia. <laughs> ah, surprise. Oh, yes, I'm not going to tell any of you which one it's going to be. Uh, what? Can you tell us what our mysterious hooded figure sees sitting across them in this dingy bar? Right, so in front of them, they see an androgynous kind of masculine appearing wood elf. So kind of like warm brown skin, kind of caramel blonde hair, kind of bangs at the front and tides in a braid kind of swishing behind them. Their eyes... I'd say they're a bit more like squirrel-like in nature. And they've got like, a smattering of like glowing freckles and then a pair of just deer horns coming out of their head. So not necessarily the most hidden of people, although somehow they've, they are managing to hide in these shadows quite well through that. They're dressed in kind of like the greens and browns and greys armour of, so of someone who spends a lot of time out of doors. And just a really slightly, slightly dopey but very amiable expression on their face. And kind of just kind of peeking out behind their hair, it's like a tufted red squirrel who kind of looks like the slightly smarter one of the pair of them. Okay. It's true, I am, but uh, don't let that affect things. So, <laughs> this mysterious stranger looking. You weren't, you weren't followed, were you? <laughs> I mean, apart from there was a cat and the cat went to say hi and so I spent some time with the cat and we walked for a while and then there were some sparrows and the sparrows also wants to go on an adventure and oh. then I went and I saw some house martins and they also so they're kind of just outside uh, oh well you've got you're gonna hang out I mean I, I for one have never time for adventurous sparrows but no okay okay let's um <laughs> sort of <laughs> leans in and then is just simply says what are you looking for stranger <laughs> um, hello. I am lost and I don't know why I'm here. Do you have a home or an adventure or drugs? Say that. And the squirrel just simply raises the little pause like, do you? Um... Mate, I'm a, I'm a drug dealer, so, yeah, I, I, you're not, you're not the watch, are you? Because you've got to tell me if you're the watch. I don't have a watch. Well, <laughs> eyes flick up and down and, all right, you want, you want either a home or an adventure or drugs. Is it in that order or? or? Well, no, because I have a home. I just, and I can't stay with, the, the sparrows said I could stay with them if I didn't have anywhere to sleep tonight. And they were very, very friendly. Um, <laughs> so adventure or drugs? I think, I think we could, we could do both. <laughs> um, stranger, 
sort of puts their hands on the table, gets up. Um, they are tall. They're about like six and a half feet, um, quite broad. Again, hoods just over the head. Right, okay. Um, mysterious stranger who just walks into bars and starts a conversation. <laughs> As they're walking, like, why did you have to write that down? Why was that not? Are you not used to having to just say that to people? Conga's not my first language. Oh, <laughs> again, the sort of thing. Apologies. Uh, that that's on me. Um, I, I apologize. Um, I don't. Oh, but why are we having a conversation? This isn't. This isn't. This isn't how business works. Um, Hi, Karen, what's your name? Can we be friends? <laughs> how do you know that this person is actually Karen? That wouldn't know that this person's squinting. No. Sure. My name is again head turns tankard. <laughs> is that a cultural name that's a very nice one thank you my mother gave it to me <laughs> come my on must have loved you very very much i think we're going to be best friends so let me tell you about the house martins i'm just gonna keep... <laughs> tankard does not want to discuss their mother <laughs> we 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 cut in you know uh karen is being led out of the back down down a little passage there's a little bit on a gondola but constantly yeah just we learn about the house martins the, the various things eventually tankard leads you off the boat and there is another person sort of sits standing at the dockyard uh this person is about as a halfling uh and is wearing very bright, colourful clothing, uh, not the sort of thing. Again, I keep wanting to go, hey, you wouldn't expect this. I don't... It's just the world's just going on around you. <laughs> You've been in a haze for who knows how long. This this colourful half thing's like, ah, marvellous. Uh, thank you, um, boat person. Tankard's like, this one's a talker. Just uh, don't get them started. Um, they're interested in finding a house, adventure or drugs. Ah, right, okay. Uh, oh, your mother, you're really going to need to go and just let your mother explain to you where she's coming from and kind of get those feelings out, and then you'll be able to kind of bond better. And then you can go on an adventure together, but I think you need to make yourself more emotionally vulnerable. Make a persuasion roll. <laughs> oh, <pee> -pee. <laughs> I love uh, that Talia just disappears. Yes. To do numbers <laughs> and then reappears again. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm sitting on a cushion and my dice tray is lower than I am. Uh, that's a 21, baby. <laughs> nit, 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 nit. Is that you, Bertram? Mother, I know you went to a lot of effort trying to bring me up, right? Would you like to come join an adventuring party with me? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Tankard takes off in that little boat. Uh, the halfling standing there. Ah, uh, Malthus. Um, yes, uh, the uh, the young one over there, um, the young half orc. They, well, they they help me find interesting people like yourself. Um, so, um, what you're more interested in, home adventure or drugs? I mean, I'm already on an adventure. Oh, 
I came here. It's really wonderful. I meet some really nice friends. Would you like to be my friend as well? My name's Kayless. <laughs> my name's Gatecrasher. Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> um, again, as we slightly look up to see a naked statue, we get up to a certain height and pan back down again because we're not going that high up the statue. Um, oh, yes. Um, sorry. Um, you're already you're already on an adventure then. Um, what 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 is the purpose of your adventure? To see the world and try it. No wait, no. See the world, meet new people. Taste new things, not taste new people and meet new things. Well, I, I can't. I can definitely promise you new places, new people. Um, whether you want to taste them or not is your prerogative. Could I interest you in uh, reaches into your his, a mint humbug? I don't unwrap it. Yeah, you just you swallow um, this paper wrapped. Um, I don't, I don't know, sort of, how often How often do you eat paper? Which is a question you should ask every D&D player. I've never had a mint humbug before, so I don't know that the shell comes off. Yeah, again, so like, the paper, the paper's sort of slightly, sort of, you don't want to give notes to sweet makers, but probably get rid of the paper. The mint's very strong, it's, it's, it's nice. Um, oh, well, um, I have to be honest, actually, um, I was looking for you in particular. Um, you say you want to see the world. Would you be interested in saving the world, perhaps? Sure. <laughs> and your uh, associate, uh, are they interested? <laughs> the squirrel on your shoulder sort of like sort of looks at you and is like, do we, are we going? <laughs> Again, <laughs> it's just an image of two two beings just shrugging and that focus is probably one of the easiest cases of a gate crasher getting an assistant <laughs> with the promise of more actually a, a vague promise of maybe there will be interesting drugs out there which might tip your hand a little bit um gate crasher turns around pulls an item out of their pocket twists it there's the uh there's a sound there's like a almost like a chord sound like music playing a portal opens okay um let's uh let's go talk to the boss shall we and get crusher gestures to the portal i don't go and discombobulate because hmm. i just need to go and hold my breath first if i do oh yes no um by all means <gasps> chip you go so <gasps> Look, folks, I don't know how many of you have crossed into interdimensional portals. Hold on to your person. Okay, maybe it'll brundlefly you, but at least we'll be still be together. Gatecrasher Creed number 462. Anyway, as I said, just a nice, easy commission. One that's less easy. It's a dark and stormy night, and there is a man. And this man is running for his life. We are, we're in Neverwinter, but not necessarily a Neverwinter that we know. This is a Neverwinter that hasn't currently suffered from the bloat. In fact, there's something a lot worse out there. Someone who, let's say his intentions, his desires haven't quite been stymied. Let's hope we're never gonna meet him. 
But let's focus on this man. This man is sprinting as fast as he can. The uh, the people of Neverwinter preparing for a, the end of a busy day of trading in this constantly warm city. They get pushed out of the way. It's not a surprise, but it's not nice as this man oof, running, running back over through, through f- jumping through a window. It's like a video game. Eventually, just stumbling up onto the roof. See, that this is difficult because this man is missing an arm. Eventually, pulls himself up. <sighs> yeah. Ugh. It looks around. Seems to be safe. The watch. They can't see him. He's fine. <sighs> and as this man looks up, we see, again, he's missing an arm. The side of his face, clearly someone has taken a hot knife or weapon and has removed parts of his face, maybe scarring, maybe there's a slight glint, maybe scales there. But that's not the person we should be interested in because, again, as the camera pans around, just standing there, like the boogeyman, Josh? Uh Uh-huh. You see, stood there, arms crossed with a great big obsidian black greatsword on his back, a figure who looks familiar, but also looks different at the same time, standing around about six foot seven with uh, like the almost like Viking style braided hair with the side shaved. One side is completely covered in red scales and it's got like a very red uh, orangey type draconic eye scarring all over various parts of his face big uh, chest piece with lots of red fabric all over him and he's just staring menacingly at this other figure that I'm guessing looks almost exactly like him almost almost but maybe maybe a person who who uh, rejected possible futures uh, took different routes to remove a a problem but yes there's a you could you could, they wouldn't be twins but you could think that these men are brothers who the fuck are you just walk up to him and draw the big great no, sword no 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 um you don't you don't you don't look it, uh, who are you working? I can, I, I'll, I'll pay. Okay. Grab him by the throat and just thrust the greatsword through his stomach. And I'd squeeze his throat to the point where his mouth opens. And I'll just go, and I'm going to be corny and do this, but I'm going to go, yeah. there can be only one. As I begin to pull, and his life force pulls out of his uh, throat and goes into mine. And you watch as more red scales begin to sort of pull across the face and the bone structure on my nose and everything begins to extend out almost dragon-like before retreating into itself and I just chew on it and then throw the body down limp on the floor uh yes the, the, the glow the scales Jack this is a this is a good day this hasn't been at all hard you know simply you, you come you come to this world you find this version of yourself. There could be only. He didn't even put up a fight. 
you know, you're still carrying minor scars from those versions of you that have actually put a little bit of an effort in. This is, this is embarrassing. Does leave a bit of a bad taste in my mouth and yeah. waiting for one to be a challenge, really. Oh, I mean, we hear rumours. We hear rumours that there might be a Jakarth who actually puts a bit of effort into things. You know. uh, you're just going to have to keep looking. We believe in you, though, said the voices in your head. Let's not talk about the voices in your head. Everything's fine. Don't you worry. <laughs> no dark auras around here. Um, yes, it's... It's kind of... <laughs> as, as you do... Um, what uh, what's your what's your passive perception? Um, oh, that's actually quite high. I thought it was going to be lower than that. Fifteen. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Um, where do you want to go to next? Oh, I'm going to go and look for a portal to get off of this godforsaken plane and find another one. And as I go yeah. to step away, I wipe a tear away from my human eye. Happy <sighs> memories. Yeah, sentimentality is weak. It's bringing you down. Uh, Yes, you begin you begin descending off the roof. Um Oh I just jump. Oh, you, you do you do you do superhero landing? I do superhero landing, it's full on jump. Yeah. Uh I'm not even gonna make you roll for that, but you just boomf. Uh Yes, you uh as I said you're in Neverwinter. Um make it make a history check. I'm rolling physical dice. Mm-hmm. In my dice tower that is- that is a natural 20. <laughs> you know exactly where that portal is. 19, uh, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hold on. I've just got a little bit dumber. Okay, yes. Uh, it's very it's very simple. Um, you, you head uh, round the back of a tannery. Again, there seems to be... The more you sort of start studying portals, you realise that people are... It's a bit like scars, really. Um, yes, they, you heal and it fills in, but it, le- it leaves the mark. If you ever have the misfortune of getting scurvy, of course, everything reopens. But someone has obviously made a portal around that. Don't look at me like that, Nat. I know about sailor stuff. Um, yes, you go around the back of the tannery. Uh, which, and uh, how, how, do you, how do you open portals? Oh, I just slash the greatsword down and then <laughs> put both my hands in and just yeah. tear it open. You pull it open. There's an Arakocra standing on the other side. He's like, Can we help you? Ride. Ride? Ride. Chicken. <sighs> looks down, a piece of paper looks up and like, oh, All right. <laughs> Both hands are on your shoulder. Uh, make it make an acrobatics check. Is that angle for athletics? It's it's a contested grapple. Yeah, I'm just going to brute force it then. Yeah, good. That's a 19, and I rolled digitally by accident. Uh, oh, no. Well, of course, it oh, doesn't no. count. You didn't do it physically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you break out of the hands of this cockroach. He's like... Sir, <laughs> you're back. It's, it's, it's Jakarth, isn't it? 
Jack. Apologies, Jack. Um, tell us, Jack, what do you desire most in the world? Power. You ever seen a bird smirk? You have now. We can arrange that. Come with us, got something to show you. Interesting. I'll step through. <laughs> Man, a few and words. That, and that, folks, is probably the 27th easiest <laughs> gatecrasher assistance <laughs> achievement. Um, well, that's the thing you need to realise, folks. Um, there's infinite multiverses out there. Um, stories that we think we know change, twisted uh, people who leave at the right time, people who leave at the wrong time, start working with the wrong people, or people who start working with other people are taken away from their designated path. But that's the thing, that the way the timelines work, they always seem to curve back to some kind of railroading, if you will. <laughs> You have probably been in this God's forsaken place for a couple of weeks when you are summoned. Uh, Gavron, the cleric, looks over at you. Don't, don't worry. Um, I'm sure if this, uh, if this uh, bone lord or whatever wants to, we can, we can talk. And uh, hands placed on your shoulder. Helm watches over us all. We can, we can work our way out of there. Camera panning round to the hands of this younger cleric than the last time we, me and you, saw him. Uh, Sean, who is this? So um, you can see a, um, a very familiar-looking turtle. Um, however, not as old as maybe you'd be used to. Um, and also very much not dressed in the same way uh, is dressed much more ruggedly in uh, in a lot more kind of found clothing um being where they are a lot of the found clothing is unfortunately made of uh, various bones that are knitted together or um, have just proven themselves to be tough enough to uh, to withstand the rigors that uh, he puts them through um yeah he's um about kind of average height sort of five five ish um oh and um has an assistant who's always there always. um this assistant is a um a baby dragon turtle and um looks in all respects like a turtle but uh, just with kind of quite draconic features um and yeah they're both kind of uh looking a little bit worse for wear probably at this point Yes, it's as I said, it's been a couple of weeks that um, though Gavron's been able to create food and water. It's uh, it's it's a, it's a sparse meal. Um, in an alternate timeline, someone would eventually point out that there were better foods to make, but unfortunately, those people were probably not going to come here. So it's mostly been bread and water, um, enough to subside on, but not enough to make you feel particularly strong. But now the. Uh, the dominant force in this empty wasteland is finally summoning, summoning you. Um, you, uh, Gavron, and a couple of other followers, you, uh, you're taken out of a house which has been put together with bleached 
colorless bones. Um, hate to break it, this is a very grim place. But um, so, Georgie, what are you thinking? I think Georgie is um, fed up. He's been in this place for a while, looking for a lead, um, anything to kind of tell him where he came from. Um, you know, he learned that this might be somewhere that he could find someone who knew kind of why he was left in Waterdeep, but um, he hasn't managed to find that person. Right. Um, also, Waterdeep's not that great a place, really. I mean, they try and do entertainments there. It's not It's not worth your time. Also, the uh, the statues, they're, they've all got ridiculous clothes on us. No, anyway, yes, so uh, we... You're escorted up. Uh, um, there has been these various skeletons, the those who seem to live in this place. They have tried to make some kind of civilization here, but it's like they, they said they're trying to put the bones together, but they haven't quite worked out how everything goes. So things have a nasty habit. Of, it keeps you up at night as you listen to the various buildings slowly collapse in on themselves. But... Uh, as you are being led up and various other skeletons are starting to follow you, they are looking for some form of entertainment. You are taken up to a small cave. Uh, lights in a vague attempt to create some kind of showmanship light up as you enter. Um, sitting on the throne is a figure probably about, well, if they're sitting, maybe they're about not a dissimilar height to yours, covered in bones, a skull covering their face. Ah, good. So you did get my message. Points, the others. You you can go. I, I just want to talk to the turtle. Gavron's like, um, with all respect, well, good. I, I do deserve respect. Um, Looks looks to you, Georgie. Clearly doesn't want to leave you because this is bad news bears, but follow my lead. Alright. <laughs> Steps back. Alright then, if you won't leave. Reaches up, takes off the skull to reveal a not old, sort of like middle-aged female turtle face. What's your name, friend? Well, I'm Georgie. Is, what do you... Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> How's the shell, Georgie? You're right, I like everything here. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh, would you care for libations? You're going to have to use shorter words than that. Do you want to drink? What are you offering? What would you like? I have various juices, teas, wine, beer, if you're feeling a bit stronger. Yeah, all right. Let's have a cup of wine in. <laughs> Skeleton. Skeleton's up pours into a again it's not a skull because skulls aren't very good at keeping liquid but they've tried to make 
a cup out of bones. Uh, you are handed. It's um, even just smelling it. It this this isn't very good wine. This is this has got it's gone a bit vinegary. Oh, um, to our health, Georgie. Georgie will kind of take the um, the wine, looks over at Gavron and mm. um, winks. Gavron winks back. Gavron, the, who has um, not been offered a drink, but yeah. In the hand that um, is holding the flute, Georgie has tucked away a um, particular cer ceremonial dagger and um, will, with a flick of the wrist, drop the flute Hmm. Um, wield the dagger and I'm just going to drive it right into the chest of this person. Ah, <laughs> uh, you speed run my game, Sean. <laughs> Roll an attack. I mean, with advantage, because that was unexpected for her. Um, right, probably going to have to go with... That one. And I think I need to add my proficiency to that. So that is a uh, non-natural 20. <laughs> I'm not going to make you roll damage. You just, you, you know the anatomy of turtles. You know the slight weak spot. You just drive the ceremony dagger into her chest. <laughs> oh oh well played my boy oh so again reaches up to touch it I bat the arm uh, away oh, that's for oh. my parents <laughs> you stupid child you don't again blood <laughs> As the light fades from her eyes, Georgie, you can feel there's a strangeness. Um, as you look at the hand that's holding the dagger, the sort of the skin around it sort of flashes. You, you see a, a glimpse of bone underneath. Uh, Gavron's like, right? Um, I mean, I. Oh, I suppose I can't fault it. Just, I was getting a bad feeling from her. Um, you feel right, Georgie. You seem... And the the walls start shaking. Um, run. Run. <laughs> Turns on his... And the this cleric begins fleeing across the bone does it as you and your companion mm. i will i will Rob. jump onto roberto's uh shell Robert. and we will be um running along the um the bone the boneyard <laughs> that's the thing georgie will always flee across the boneyard it is a constant uh as, as you you're running you again you um you're feeling there's there's a slight 
metamorphosis overcoming you. Um, even Roberto, like you're looking at the back, you're sort of seeing like a flash. You're seeing like the flesh, then you're seeing bone. Things, things are, things are changing, Georgie. Hmm. Hmm. Tacton as always. Uh, yes. You, you ride out. Uh, do you have any idea where exactly you might be heading? I think somewhere a bit more out in the open. Like we didn't want mm. to be inside a cave when it's rumbling. So obviously, yeah. Um, what would you like? You know, what is it? Just you would like a clear plane? Would you, would you like another cave? What, what, what do you desire, sir? Yeah, I think like a, just just a, just a clear open plane. We can do that. <laughs> it's almost like. Yeah, it's not you teleported, but you you would have sworn there used to be sort of mounds of bones here, but things just seem to have flattened out. You, it's just yeah. There's a plane. Gavron. Yeah, uh, right. Okay. Um, this is fine. This is fine. We can we can work with this. Um, looks around as the things start wobbling. Um, you did the right thing, I think. I hope so. Well, Christ, I mean, I mean, we've been here for weeks and hadn't had a single sniff of uh, anything, even remotely pointing towards what might have happened to me parents. So, no, no, it's another dead end. (laughs) Excuse the pun. (laughs) Uh, absolutely Um, you're right old friend I am I I don't I don't really know Um, they're very tired Georgie Uh, maybe that um, maybe that run took it out of me I just um, I'm just going to have a little sit down sits down in the bone dust It's hard to bury someone in bones. You know, it takes a while, but where do you where do you want to go now, Georgie? I imagine we found our way in through the mists, so George mm. will probably um head towards where the mists were. See if he can leave that way. You try? Make a perception check. That is a 22. There's something coming out of the mists, walking towards you. Doesn't... You know how difficult it was to get through. This person doesn't seem that concerned. But they, they're, they're coming towards you. I um, I will draw the quarterstaff off my back. Kind of get ready with it. I probably notice that it's looking a little bit bonier than it always used to. Hmm. It's odd. Um, but yes, no. Uh, I mean, everything around here is bones. But eventually, the figure steps out. Uh, um, I don't know if your timeline have ever had a chance to meet one of these, but uh, they look rather bee-like. Um, wearing clothes. 
they nod at you, and in your head, you just hear a, uh, well, I'm, I'm not sure if it's afternoon or evening, but um, greetings. I am, I am searching for one known as Georgie. Do, do, do you know them? That would be me. Ah, marvellous. And you're ready. Ah, All right, this is a ready. Hmm. I take it that the uh, crater of this domain has uh, been removed. Correct? If you mean the uh, the Lady of Bones, then uh, yes, she has been ah. dispatched. Very, very interesting. Um, you are alone apart from your little friend, correct? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, our party was uh, slowly whittled down and the uh, penultimate member has um, recently perished. Condolences. Mm, Georgie, would you be so kind as to join me? I think I have some things that might interest you. Me getting out of here. It's a free pass. <laughs> a tiny, tiny bony turtle just looking up at you. I think that uh, that could be amenable, yeah. Your turn. You walk into the mists, the three of you. As I said, uh, there are various heroes in this multiverse. There are people who would sacrifice everything. There are also people out there who would do anything to get a second, third chance at life. You motherfucker! I was really looking forward to seeing what would happen. And you feel as a boot kicks you hard in the chest. You fall backwards. The last thing you can do is reach into your coat pocket and hurl a secret second device through. Huh, that's really going to screw her over. <laughs> do the fucking job then, you say. And, well, as the portal closes, what follows next? We won't have to get into too much detail. Suffice to say, it burns. It all burns. Nora, another destroyed world. You're a genius. Come on, you, you, you must have a plan B, C, D, all the way. First of all, tell us what I'm looking at. And second of all, what's your plan? Well, right in that moment, slightly dishevelled on the uh, on the ground, half elf, uh, purple slicked back hair, eye patch, uh, very dour look on her face, some scarring, slightly glowing behind the eye patch, um, wearing very dusty, uh, very dusty cloak underneath which is the, the very bedraggled remnants of what once was a very smart science officer uniform um, but uh, hardly recognisable anymore um, the plan is assuming that uh, that bitter turtle over there is going to help keep fighting off the remnants of the whatever they were that were attacking us just going to keep looking at this machinery because if I can understand it then if I can understand it then 
then maybe there might be another power source. I might be able to get something else to work here. If only I could... And she'll just start examining and examining and examining. And occasionally, because I'm assuming, if we're still at this point, my anime yeah. objects is still up. Yes. They're flying around, keeping me safe. You don't have to focus on the fight. That's not your, that's not your priority here. Um, yeah, uh, just roll me a luck check. <laughs> what out of what? Uh, just roll d20? D- d- d20. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a two. <laughs> it's really Nora's day. <laughs> Uh, welcome back, back to Laura's very bad day. Um, <laughs> how long do you think you stay trying to work on the machine before you decide to get out of there? Um, I mean, she she's smart enough to know when it's a lost cause. So... Uh, will she's very observant so once she's had a good look at the machinery as soon as she can tell there's nothing that could be done right now she's got that mental picture and will uh, will escape out of the nearest window um, I'm pretty sure I have Featherfall <laughs> we cut her outside of the building as he just <laughs> and Nora just goes through the window Okay, uh, do do you have Featherfall? Uh, I think I do. Wait, maybe I don't, maybe I don't, maybe I don't do that. (laughs) I I mean, I'm even willing just to let you go. Hey, it's better to get out of the window. Oh, I have Misty Step. I I Misty Step. I'm a wizard. You Misty Step out. Sorry, folks, we're retroactively going to drag Nora back up. <laughs> Fix the window. Yeah, you, you missed your step out. Um, just just the image of, like, going, and out the window. Oh, no, my love. Well, fuck off. this. Yeah. Juices. Um, yeah, you're... Those who turn to run away live to fight another day. Um, that's... That machine. Mm, hopefully, there'll be time to look at it. Anyway, but um, yes. Do you, would you say you have like a safe room here? Is there somewhere you think you could go to keep yourself safe, just while you have a little more time to think? I mean, here, here, right by the uh, by the tower. No, back. No, back in the the town, the remnants of a town. Yes, probably, because I was working hmm. with people. Um, so I would have my own rooms. They would not be expecting me back, though. And it's hmm. quite a treacherous journey back. Yeah, not worth it. Um, hmm. Again, your, your genius mind starts spiralling. Right, what to do, what to do. That that machine probably was the safest way out. Um you look at you look around at the, the detritus around the building uh various fallen blocks like sacks of rubbish uh a couple of the sacks are moving there's probably something disgusting crawling in there um 
There's something in the place which is known as the Deus Ex Machina. And how convenient. <laughs> how very convenient as you you can you've spent enough time working out multiverses and stuff. You know something is coming through. Uh maybe that idiot's changed her mind. No, she couldn't come back, you've made sure, but uh something's happening and that's exciting. Something different. Uh, she has a like a gauntlet, uh, not a full glove, but like a, a wrist uh, bracer um, with little uh, steampunky style mm. dials and little strips of paper, and in it is a, a little um, almost like a like a harmonics reader because mm. she's been working on the the tones each multiverse has a different note that it resonates with and she's trying to see if that's doing anything it's it is reacting this is this is definitely multiversal travel um i'm trying to think what interesting because yes as we've established the different tones what would hmm it's almost like a chord it seems to it's like a scale, maybe. That's sort of moving up and down. Ah. Interesting. This is going to be very interesting if you get a chance to write it up. Um, the portal does open. Uh, behind them, you can see sort of... Again, hey, you've got a steampunk aesthetic. This seems very similar. It's sort of... Um, it seems there's, there's cogs, there's... Uh, they're like just around this person you can see a very plush looking armchair as a, a rat walks out tail wearing again a beautiful rainbow jacket um i'm looking um oh well that's <laughs> looks up the tower oh, that's that's upsetting uh a doc doc doctor correct um hello just yes um Doctor Durrani, yes. is that who you're oh, after? Uh, yes, yes, Doctor Doctor Um Yes, we uh, we understand that you have a. Oh, well, I'll make it quick because that <laughs> you watch and now as one of the windows gets shattered and one of the creatures gets flung through. Uh, yes, you have an understanding of multiversal travel. Yes, um, yes, I do. Uh, would you possibly be interested yes. in uh, participating? Marvelous. Well, I'll just. Make a perception roll. Hmm. Oh my, I, right. These. <laughs> I need new dice. Uh, that's a ten total. You don't see it until it happens. But one of the sacks that has been shifting back and forth, maybe full of rubbish, well, you're not quite sure, rips apart and... What is basically uh, you could describe as a furry cannonball bursts out, lands on this rat, pushes them back as they go, whoa, 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 falls, and the portal slams shut. What? No! <laughs> this poor rat folk is lying. I go, what the juice is just, and looks straight up. Nat, could you introduce us to Her Majesty? Uh, so, so actually in front of this rat, there's, I think face right up close to them uh, is a, a similarly uh, small snouty creature, big wide eyes, uh, there's a 
what looks like is that a deer elk maybe skull on her head it's very large um some kind of little foresty creature you could be con- uh, forgiven for thinking it's a raccoon but she's not she is a tanuki uh and she's wearing all of the colors at the same time um and probably just screaming <laughs> yeah the rat folk screams back and tries- <laughs> <laughs> Saints preserve us! What the what the juice are you? What the, what, what the deuce? What? There's no deuce, is it? Who, who are you? Uh, um, <laughs> he's scrambling. He doesn't have a gun. He doesn't have a sword. He's merely uh, my name, uh, Gatecrasher. You have a What you have a, did you, you do to the professor? What? I didn't do that. What? <laughs> Just, <laughs> Where is he? What? The professor <laughs> <laughs> casts rage hand and is like hammering on the door of this again. What is quite a, like a fancy study that this poor rat folk has been like. Oh no, I'll go for I'll go do my mission. I don't have to leave. Has left like cups of tea, but is trying to you. Um, yes, uh, just just. I don't know why I'm explaining the room to you, Tony. You don't care about the room. I, d- I don't know a professor. What's happening? It was just with Professor Mollusk, and 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 there, there was uh, there was well, the uh, uh, Clint was there, and, and and Pickle, and there was was there another one? Uh, he probably wasn't important. But where were they? I don't know. I don't know who those. those where did you? What? Just, did you bring uh, me here? Did you take I, me away from the? Tell me, once and for all, what is your name? Gatecrasher! My name's Gatecrasher! Oh, heavens! You can't be Gatecrasher. The other one was Gatecrasher. What? Unless, maybe they're all called Gatecrasher. (laughs) Quick, just light lightning, folks. Uh, (laughs) Tony, you can... Yeah, look, as the door opens, you just, you see a, a white tabaxi come in. And, oh, um, okay, Gatecrasher, you're, you're back. Uh, marv- marvellous. Um, is that, um, sorry, uh, doc- Doctor, um, well, welcome, welcome what? to... What? Oh, no, I, um, I suppose I did do a lot of studying and there was that one time that I cut someone open, but I'm not a doctor. I didn't take the exam. Oh, um, apologies. You just a. Uh... <laughs> oh, uh, you don't. You don't know me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are addressing Her Royal Highness Antoinette Dorothy Clefairy Chopperty Nook, the first of the Autumn Forest, but you can call me Tony. No, wait, no. Oh, oh, there was the rule: never give anyone your first name. No, you may call me El Bandito. El Bandito. <laughs> As you are just. <laughs> it's, um, okay, okay. Um, L L Bandito. Um, the the <laughs> just, you're still just on the floor, my rat folks. Still um, stood uh, on their chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got <laughs> still vaguely right. Oh, um, yes, by by all means. Um, well, welcome to Crasher headquarters. Um, yeah, you you had your um. Your, your mission explained to you, I, I hope. 
<laughs> I haven't yeah. explained. <laughs> okay, I see that you just like to say, um, if, if you'd like to um, c- come come with me, and um, there's um, tea and re- re- refreshments uh, for uh, the the others have have arrived. If you'd like <laughs> to, here you've got them already. Okay, great. Okay, I will take <laughs> tea, please. <laughs> I need <laughs> bobbling down to the covers. Um, you are escorted down a corridor. Um, again, it's it's wood panelled. It's very very pleasant. Um, various uh, flowers in vases, flowers that you don't recognise, but they're very colourful. Um, you are escorted into yet another study. Very similarly, wood panelled. Uh, there is a blue fire in the fireplace. A small table with cups and saucers, uh, biscuits various, and there are four chairs scattered around. And in three chairs, <laughs> 50 minutes into our adventure, we finally unite the party. Uh, the rest of you, uh, you were all similarly escorted to this place. Uh, the various gatecrashers, as they introduced themselves, uh, made their apologies. Uh, I think, yes, in the order it we picked you up, uh, Karen, you may have been waiting about 10-15 minutes. Uh, Jack also, <laughs> having having been bodily sort of like dragged in by a large chicken. Um, Georgie, your, uh, your, yes, your, your friend has escorted. Yes, so all four of you are now just here in this lovely study. There is tea, there is biscuits. Wait, none of you are Professor Mollusk. We'll just look at the tabaxi. You lied to me. I didn't didn't lie. I didn't didn't realise you were looking for... Who's Professor Mollusk? The Professor! The one I was with! Yay, yay big! This is a snail! Very clever! Oh, um... Intelligent snail. We'll, we'll go put it on the, um, on the whiteboard. A- anyone else of note? A- who? Uh... Well, is a, is a pelican. Uh, pelican. is a paladin. And Paladin. uh called Pickle. Pickle. And Pelican. uh Paladin. there was oh oh Clint and he really likes beans. Squints. Oh we 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 we, we know about Clint. <laughs> you do. He's, he's really a, annoying. Yes, he's um he's a uh, type free danger to the, the multiverse. Um Sweet. Yes. Uh okay, friend friend of Clint. Okay. Uh, um, oh, we were we were with um 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 a gatecrasher as well. Oh, oh, oh okay, that that makes sense. Um, <laughs> again, blinks and like any any effort, to just just gatecrasher. I can't remember what they look like. It's been a while. It it's but it, not it, really. <laughs> a knowing look from a tabaxi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, marvellous, and yes, you, you're, 
you realize that she sort of turns the notebook around. She has written your entire title down. <laughs> right. I will I will go um contact the other gate crashers and see if we can uh, get more information on your uh, your universe. And uh try and find your uh, professor friend. Um <laughs> so looks back into the corridor and goes, So you didn't get we didn't I, I she she jumped on my stuff. Okay, Crusher, this isn't the way to run a business. I, I, I wasn't expecting it. They never do. You, um, yes, you have a, you have a little talk to your new um, associates, and um, Keeper will be along shortly to. Uh, oh, I, I will also be helping. Looks kind of proud. I will also be helping giving the briefing. I, I've made a made a slideshow. Uh. But there's tea, right? <laughs> Oh, there's, there's definitely tea. A gesture's over. <laughs> the three of you have been watching this conversation happening as a cat talks to a raccoon in Tanuki. a doorway. I, I know that. They don't know that. I yeah. would know that. You would know. Oh, you. Oh, I apologise. <laughs> there is a Karen. That's a tanuki. Um. <laughs> She's a princess. Oh. You've... <laughs> no, that'd be royalty, yeah? Well, you know, I can't be sitting on a throne at all times. Sometimes I've got to go and mingle with, you know, the, the small folk. Although you're all pretty tall. More chicken. Put my plate down and I've got, like eating chicken bones of chicken wings down I'm just staring at the aracocra if he's in the room <laughs> the aracocra I don't know where you got those from you're not supposed to eat people they get really mad when you do that it's chicken I'm a strong gay crusher I'm not scared of this <laughs> <laughs> they just, I see our cloak adjusts. Um, uh, full of light snow, I'm going to go check on the. Mm. <laughs> the Aracoca turns, walks past the tabaxi. Could he come back with some turkey? <laughs> just. <laughs> I like turkey, and I go to pick up the smallest cup and go to drink it. You make a make a dexterity roll, or sleight of hand, depending on how you feel. Both are the same. Eighteen. You uh, lift up this tiny, fine bone china, and uh, it's uh, again, it's uh, it's, a, it's a pretty fragrant tea. There's a slight fruitiness to it, uh, and it's very pleasant. Uh, but again, in your massive hands, it's. It's dwarfed. It's a bit cold. Mm. And a little bit yeah. of fire comes out my mouth and heats it up. Perfect. Yeah, go on that. Conversely, uh, Tony will, um, probably walking past Alt Georgie, uh, will say, uh, nice bones, and then uh, and then climb up the, the table, like sit on the table um, and find the biggest mm. cup. Uh, she's only like two foot tall. And uh, we'll uh, we'll sit there with the biggest one and start drinking. Oh, could you warm mine up as well? It is quite tepid, actually. 
Okay. Just breathe a little bit of fire on it. Make a sleight of hand check, that. Oh. For, for not getting burned? It's not so much burned, but it's just it's a very big cup for you. 17. You're fine. I was I was willing to let tea like pour tea on your face, but no, you 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 manage again and again the little the little out. claws, the little pinky claws come out and it's again as I said, it's fruity. It's uh, it is actually much better now. It's these people obviously. Well, when if you had a palace, you would obviously have a lovely little thing that would heat up the teapot to make sure maybe some sort of magic uh your uh your adopted um guardian she was known for enjoying a nice cup of tea when she was in human form but this is this is lax you know even to impress guests this is this is not this is not good <laughs> not good tea well Never the tea's up to standard fine. <laughs> only... so Chippy and I have straws and we're sharing the same cup <laughs> it's fair the smoke coming out of it is not the same colour as the smoke coming out of the other cups. <laughs> we do not know what you have managed to do or what kind of infuser you have put in this, but, oh, it's uh, it's some good stuff. Um, hey, Georgie, mm. what the dickens are you doing with the teacups? Um, I mean, Georgie isn't drinking the tea. Um, Georgie hasn't touched anything except for bread and water since Gavron died, mm. so... Is literally just if if there was kind of boiling water, has just poured that into the cup and waited for it to cool down. You, yes, there are. I said there are various like infusers, but you you've just been drinking. Um, I said there there are biscuits and sandwiches. Are you eating any? Is anyone eating any of the food? I don't quite understand that Georgie wants his drink cold. So every time it looks like it's too cold, I breathe on it again. And Georgie, if, even um, you know, wildlife survival Georgie is still too polite to uh, to say anything. So just hopes that you'll you'll miss it at some point and we'll try and take a sip. So are you just he heats it up and then again you just leave it, hoping that he's gonna. So you haven't actually drunk anything in the. Oh, Georgie. Oh no. Probably oh. had a few bread rolls, but. The bread rolls are nice. His mouth is getting very dry now, yeah. <laughs> it's like that cracker challenge where you have to try and eat as many crackers as you can without taking a drink. Exactly that. I'll hey. get distracted by food eventually. Yeah. And then we'll go off and eat. You also have managed to summon some chicken wings from somewhere, so the fact that you get, you get distracted eating the bones gives Georgie a bit of time to actually finally have a bit of non-magical water. But um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good refreshment. Um, so yes, after a couple of minutes of people drinking from straws, drinking from daintily, it, it it's odd that like again, if you two had swapped cups, maybe it would have been fine. But no, it's 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 very French. Um, well, that French and is... Saunders, uh, French and Saunders um, take on the Lord of the Rings, where they they they're holding the wrong cups for the perspective. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hello! Welcome to Visual Humor for this. What might be a podcast? Um, yes, 
uh, after after a few minutes, um, unless there's anything anyone else wants to say to each other while you're waiting. Nothing important. Nope. Cool. Uh, fine, I guess I'll do plot. Pr- probably Karen is the only one who natters. I mean, maybe maybe mm. Tony as well, but it, I feel like Georgie and Jack are probably the kind of silent survivalists. Yeah. One, two words, maybe even mm. three at a stretch, Max. Karen was doing a lot of talking as people were coming in. Possibly the reason why the tea's all there is to stop Karen from talking at people. And they got very distracted and by and just getting a little bit of kind of various bottles and herbs out. And they they're kind of just gonna drink and just just wave at Tony or El Bandito a little bit. And then they're just their armor cycles through a few different like courts. So it's going through winter, spring, summer, or kind of settles onto autumn for a bit. And just kind of yeah. What, what, what is happening there? Out, out of out of character, tell now what is happening there, so I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some uh, magic armor that basically just changes disguise. It kind of uh, so we've got kind of just kind of going through various shapes as they're trying to trying to work out where they remember where they remember about you from. Mm. Uh, oh, great. Eventually, yeah. Settles into the uh, uh, the garb of the autumn woods, uh, which is mostly sort of brownish leaves. There's quite a sort of tan colour to it. Uh, there's also a slight amount of what possibly looks like deer fur around the collar. Uh, yeah, uh, Tony, you probably haven't seen anything looking like that in a little while. Yeah, well, well, I think we'll have started by once the tea is done, going over, swiping a huge handful, well, a relatively huge handful of uh, chicken wings from uh, Jack's plate, <laughs> and just walk over to to Karen and just eating the chicken, be like, "Do I know you? Have I met you before?" I don't know. I don't have the girl's greatest memory. Huh? Chippy, do we know her? I feel like we do. Chippy, when were you last in the autumn forest? A long, long ago. Huh. <laughs> trying to mind distance time. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's all gone now. No. Yeah, I watched it burn. Which one? The autumn forest. Which autumn forest? The autumn forest. Like my autumn forest. Oh no, it's really sad. Yeah, there was a giant lizard. It was awful. That's really sad. It was really sad. Sorry for you. Everyone's gone. Oh, do you want a biscuit or some? Yes. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Would you like a cuddle? Yes. Just gather her up in my lap and give her some biscuits and another straw. And now, and now the professor's gone as well, and everyone's gone. Chippy's ah! oh. <laughs> also crying as we pan back over to the quiet side of the table. More chicken, just giving daggers to Tony for nicking chicken, blowing steam out of my nose. 
I think realizing that like maybe the conversation might be a, a good way to pass the time while I wait for my tea to cool down again. Um, Georgie will just kind of look over to Tony. Just yeah, I I, I used to have a, a traveling party, but I had to uh, to bury most of them myself in um, in bones, which was particularly difficult. Um, sometimes you accidentally buried them in parts of themselves because you kind of forget which bits of which. Oh, that makes sense. Did you take any of them to to keep with you? I kept my um, my mentor's uh, symbol of Elm, but um, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't keep any trophies from my dead colleagues. Well, maybe you should have. It's a, it can be of a great comfort, you know. This is my mother. It's a deer skull for those who aren't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> a joke that was originally made to upset me and now has become super canon. Uh, yes. Uh, These are just mine in a point it came to his own horns. <laughs> they are beautiful. Thank you very much. Never lose them. I bought someone tried to saw them off once. I think <gasps> they did. So I stabbed them. Good. And then I couldn't get them off and it was really annoying. Oh, now I can see why that would be inconvenient. Chippy had to get like a little sore and just spend like the whole week just getting them off me. Oh, I'm sure there are easier ways than that. Than that, if you uh, if you ever have that problem again, let me know. I'm sure I could. Uh, I'm sure I could arrange that for you. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't say Chippy was chipping away at him. Is that Sean or Georgie? <laughs> This is the rare confluence of both. <laughs> this Georgie is punny. <laughs> I I think again, if we're talking about the thirteen timelines, where you have had more of a travelling group, young Georgie, where you're like, yeah, it's fun. There's nothing more fun when you're going on a long road trip to praise the glory of Helm than having a pun contest. So. Yes, so oh. <laughs> Survivor Georgie likes puns. Put that on the wiki. Um, yes, uh, after after some very interesting revelations of backstories, and uh, as Chippy continues to mime, <laughs> soaring, and then is like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, the the door to the study opens. Um, the white tabaxi re-enters along with a uh, a sort of I think she's about like six, five seven tall uh, woman where she's wearing very big black sunglasses and a headscarf wrapped tight around her head uh, slight green tinge to her skin uh, is also wearing uh, colourful robes which look pretty new they look sort of freshly pressed um she sort of steps aside and a small small even for a kobold kobold walks in uh is is dressed also in rose but has a pointy wizard's hat which is rainbow colored big glasses uh this kobold clearly has very bad eyes ah, yes yes marvelous marvelous um 
So you must be the uh, the new the, the new recruits to the uh, the endeavor. Uh, let's have a look. Let's see. We've got um, yeah, Jack. Jack. Uh, you want you just Jack? Correct. Not not the full name. Jack. Jack. Uh, we have we have a Georgie. Uh, this one squirrel. <laughs> just it just moves past you, Karen. And uh, now I've been told you're not a doctor, but you have studied. Yes. Marvelous. What kind of doctor do you need? <laughs> I'm I'm we willing need... to try. We need the doctor. Um, Marvellous. Um, you don't happen to know anything about multidimensional travel, do you? Probably. Marvellous. I was going to say, you don't need to because we do. Um, well, my new associates, welcome to the Gate Crashers. Now, uh, if you follow me, uh, we have a short slideshow presentation which will catch you all up to date and give you your new mission. Uh, feel free to bring... Um... Sorry, where, where did you find chicken wings? Oh, I don't know. Fair enough. This is a very confusing place. Um... <laughs> Looks over at the Gate Crashers. He's like, are you going to... like. What? <laughs> anyway, yes. Uh, bring bring teas, bring biscuits, um, bring um, cushions. Uh, I promise this isn't going to be too long a explanation. We'll, uh, we'll grab all of the cushions individually in the room and pass yeah. them to Georgie. Could you carry these for me, please? Uh, sure, yeah. I will try and take as many as I can. Pro I'm probably going to load them up onto Roberto's back as well. Roberto, who has been here the entire, entire time. time. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't mentioned and now this living dragon turtle just hmm. plots off down. Ah, yes. Um, little, little, little turtle friend. Mar marvellous. Um, just sort of growl something in Draconic. Does anyone speak Draconic? I mean, I do. I do. Yeah, you, you, you just, you, well, that makes sense. It's, it basically, it's just sort of like going, now, how are you doing, my little friend? And Roberto's like, hmm. Ah, yeah, marvellous. Yes. I speak turtle. Oh! Um, <laughs> would you like to talk to Roberto? Hi. Hello. <laughs> Will <laughs> you be my friend? Yes. Yes. Chippy, we've made a new friend. We've made two, three, four, five, five new friends today. Six new friends. You're lucky. All my friends got buried in the ground. That was very sad. Ooh. Best friend Georgie's very sad about the two. You should tell him that I love him. He doesn't seem to know. <laughs> As he just sort of taps you with his head, Georgie. Get treats. Oh, he wants he wants treats. Oh, yeah. Got treats. He yeah. loves you very much. Give him some treats. He loves you very much. Oh. He thought so you should know. Stop being sad. It's depressing. <laughs> I didn't say that. I hey, now. <laughs> I understand common. I just don't speak it. <laughs> just that's right. <laughs> like, like all the familiars, I, they can understand what you're saying. They just don't want to talk to you. Um, <laughs> it's a shame because 
Georgie doesn't know that and just talks to him in in Draconic all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to turn around and offer my hand to Her Highness Tony if she wants to be have the other shoulder. With pleasure, thank you. <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> and so there's Motley Crew, a princess, <laughs> a drug addict, <laughs> a mass murderer, and the new Lord of the Boneyard. <laughs> also, companions various. Uh, head off down the corridor. Uh, you are led into a what would look like possibly uh, for us like an old operating theatre, the, the rings of seats. Um, as actually, uh, just before we go to break, uh, could everyone just make a perception roll? My cat perception. is sitting on my mouse. Oh, sorry. I, I, I mean, that's, that's well, their job, be. isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, 20 not nat. 20 not nat. Natural one for a six. Jack, such good chicken wings. They could be anywhere. I'm, I think I'm distracted by the jam on the back of the kobold's probes. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a sticky chap. Um, 17, which is actually not a great roll for me. Yeah. 11. That's fair. I think... I almost think that's fair. <laughs> Just like... Uh, so yeah, Jack, you're distracted by the uh, the kobold, this sort of messy eccentric. Uh, Tony, it's lovely to be carried again. It's it's been a while. Uh, Georgie, Karen, uh, as you, as you're passing, you see that there is a a wall, sort of like off. So as we're heading to the the theatre down to the right, there's a wall covered in portraits, and they are most. They are of uh, people, various species, all in colourful robes. Uh, but there seems to be one that had been put back. It's very close. Uh, it shows a tall, high elven man, smiling, long robes, and he's got his hands on the shoulders of two smaller people, uh, small in species, also small in age. On the left, there is a young halfling boy, crazy red hair, like gap teeth, like really, really. On the right, there's a very dour looking Kenku girl in a little dress, just, and I don't think you could necessarily say something is evil necessarily by looking at it, but that Kenku's not, mm, that Kenku's not happy. <laughs> And with that knowledge, as we are led into the theatre, come back after a short break of about 10 to 15 minutes. Make sure you go enjoy your chicken wings and your various tea. And when we come back, we have a slideshow presentation. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> right. OK, welcome back from that uh, little break that you've all just had. Now, uh, first of all, uh, click. My name is Keeper. My job is to organize and assist the gate crushers to make sure that everyone knows where they're going and once keys are lost, that they are safely returned back here. So this is the beginning of a presentation that I started but then got bored doing, simply called, so you want to be a gate crusher. Uh, Snow, next slide, please. 
So what exactly is a gate crusher? Well, we are cross-universal heroes with fixing the holes in the multiverse. The things where so-called heroes decide to come in and, I'm not sure, blow up a mountain or something. It's our job to try and help everyone as best we can. But of course, we are a limited force and there are infinite numbers of universes. But we are one central hub in order to help people. Now, our journeys are powered by a artifact known as a silver key. Every single one of you was brought here by a gatecrasher. Glances over at Tony. Some of you who are rather... Well, anyway, yes, you all travelled here by the Silver Keys. The creation of the keys were done by a group known as the Key Smiths. Um, kind of adjusts their clothing. Any, anyway, now, the thing is, uh, to be a gatecrasher is to dedicate yourself to the mission above all else. This means that you forsake your own countries, your own families, your own dimension, indeed your own name. When one finally becomes a gatecrasher, you simply take on the honorific of gatecrasher. Yes, yes, yes. What's your question? When you say above all else, like, what if there's a really delicious feast. Sorry, is that the question? What if there's a delicious feast? Well, I, I yes. would hope, I would hope, um, Dr. Dr. Tony, that uh, if there was indeed a feast, you would be able to... Sorry, um... sorry, sorry. El Bandito, please. Oh, sorry. Um, El, 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 El Bandito. We're using our made-up names here, right? Oh. You said you're, you're a gatecrasher, so I'm El Bandito. Oh, oh, yes, yes, we're using our made-up name. So, El Bandito, um, yes, we indeed would... Uh, I would hope you would be able to avoid uh, going off your mission to have a delicious feast, but... Um, hmm. That sounds very dull. Well, we, we don't do this for fun. We do what this if, for... What if your mission was to, to save some people and then there was some kind of vehicle and there were Next other slide. people that might get Next <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you must understand that you have been shifted out of your timeline in order to be assistance to the greater fabric of the multiverse. Uh, what you would consider to be your own personal timeline has at this point ended. In the case of some of you, you will have probably died if we hadn't come and got you. Uh, but fortunately, you have been saved in order to be of assistance to, well, absolutely everyone. But at the end of this mission, if you have no desire to become a gate crasher we can relocate you to a new timeline uh possibly taking the place of an alternate version of yourself that has now perished or even one where you were never born uh this uh if you do decide to stick around this is the chance for you to be able to understand the miracles of the multiverse and achieve ultimate power next slide please Keep a keep a look, just like this. And I think that's it. Oh, you're, that's all it. Um, uh, full of light snow. Uh, yes, as you all look confused at that, not very explanatory thing. Uh, the tabaxi full of light snow gets up. Um, thank you, uh, keeper. Um, so thank you all for. Um, well, I suppose you didn't really have much of a, a, a choice to be here. Uh, I would like to explain why exactly it is that we have. Um, scooped you. That's not the technical term, but it is the term we are using. Okay. Um, yes. Um, yes. Uh, is, your, is your name not also gatekeeper? No, Gatecrasher? No, no, um, no, I'm not actually a, um, I'm not a, I'm not a 
gate. Oh. Crasher. No. Um, you look sad about that. She does. Um, her eyes, again, what's everyone's passive perception? Fifteen. Fifteen. My mute button's in a completely different place. I have fifteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. Twenty-three. Absolutely everyone sees that Thor of Light Snow's eyes flick over to the Medusa Gatecrasher, who's been sitting next to you in the stands, where she, again, like, it seems to be a tick that these Gatecrashers adjusts her robes and, and... No, no, I'm not a... I didn't... I didn't pass the test. So I'm, I'm not a, a gate crasher. Um, next slide. Welcome to Mission Shatter Orb. I, I, have, I am full of light snow. That's <laughs> point. Uh, podcast listeners, um, I would suggest that you go watch the stream because uh, currently there are emojis and comic sans. Uh, she is making it fun. Okay, uh, so yes, let me explain why exactly you are here. Uh, next slide, please. Right, so uh, this is the story of Gatecrasher, who uh, was a Gatecrasher. Now, Gatecrasher, uh, this was uh, about 10 years ago, had a, uh, a group of trainees. Uh, there was there was Pock, the halfling boy, and there was Broken Glass, the Kenku. Uh, those of you who saw the painting could probably put it together. This is indeed them. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Gatecrasher, in the pursuit of um, Save It in the Multiverse, was forced to uh, abandon Pock, and he uh, was, was killed in a, in, in a volcano. The magician goes, I don't think it's very uh, tasteful, fool, to put a little picture of a volcano. I, I, I wasn't sure if they, they... I mean, everyone's from a universe. Mm. Anyway, um, uh, after after the uh, the loss of Pock, uh, both uh, Gatecrasher and uh, broke, Broken Glass, or um, she tries to make a noise which sounds like... <laughs> but it just it doesn't come out. And anyway, um, Broken Glass, uh, they went missing, and uh, Gatecrasher has been missing ever since presumed dead uh well his his silver key um actually we'll, we'll get we'll get to that uh ne next slide i think the transition if we could uh, yeah okay so uh there's the woman the name lady babington uh who despised the gate crashes uh she stole and murdered and uh, in the end was able to build a device known as the Cadence in in Shadowfell, um, which was powered by the 12 keys. Uh, one key is of uh, astronomical power and, and and is able to do many marvellous things. 12 together would really destroy everything. Uh, it turns out that Broken Glass had in fact died along with her mentor and was uh, was was assisting Lady Baddington in making the cadence and was also working with a group which was known as the Broken Keys. The Medusa straightens up and is like, I didn't, no, no, sorry, the door of Gatecrash. I, I think it's important that they need to, uh, for, I must, uh, next slide, please. Lady Bangton uh, uh, was pro marvelous parties in the Shadowfell and was ultimately killed by a group of bards, including one, uh, a minotaur known as Hunk or Hunkerat, on a hoof, 
uh, since the death of Lady Babington, uh, the, uh, the broken glass somehow managed to get a really horrible mask and, uh, well, in using the, the broken keys, uh, was able to unleash something from the uh. gap between... That's me doing that as Jack. I know. I know. <laughs> How many chicken wings have you eaten? Well, it would have been all of them. Twi twi all of them. But that one took some. They were delicious. Good. Please um, continue with your delightful no. presentation. It's very fascinating and engaging. <laughs> yes. Are we in the QA bit? No, it's this QA uh, later. Uh, oh, my A was going to be that you mentioned you weren't sure about the pictures, but I like the pictures. It makes it helpful. Oh, well, yeah, they're really good. They're really oh, good. Good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad it's helping. Um, I, I think it's quite useful because sometimes if the fact that everyone's called Gatecrasher can get quite confusing, and I, 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 I get confused. It's my job to sort of. <laughs> that just that the, does uh, not look like a Kanku though. That looks more like an Arakakra. That does. I, I struggle. Good chicken. <laughs> In world, these are hand-drawn pictures. Yes, Karen uh, uh, and I'm also really impressed by the way that you can ensure that people with various linguistic backgrounds can also engage with your PowerPoint. Thank, thank you. Um, <laughs> straightens up, and then I just have a pretty name. <laughs> Not sure how a cat blushes, but. Thank you. Um, anyway, yes, so uh, for that, we've now moved to an extra level. <laughs> Four flights, no, now has a bit more confidence. Uh, yes, so uh, by by the use of uh, this task, um, broken glass and the broken keys, uh, glances and bridges the glances back, uh, we're unleashing a yellow toxicity, a sort of yellow thing. This causes corruption and destruction. Uh, this was classed a type one danger, something that would be able to destroy the entire multiverse. Uh, it corrupted people, made them angry, made them want to cause destruction. Uh, next slide, please. The uh, the yellow stuff, and now this is this is a good thing because I've done it for the other gate crashes, so you don't get confused. So the yellow stuff was able to corrupt uh, the uh, gate crasher, who is a warforged, and a gate crasher who is a dragon. Although she doesn't want people to know that she has a lovely hat. I think she's around here. I haven't seen her recent. Anyway, um, Nulan, boo boo, uh, who was one of the broken keys. Uh, so turns away from the juicer. So the Broken Keys actually were a group of assistants to the Gatecrashers who, uh, like uh, Broken Glass, uh, took uh, umbrage against the fact that they were abandoned. So we were able to work with Broken Glass. Uh, yeah, okay, people have noticed. Uh, and, and try and get some justice. But it uh, turns out, actually, um, some of us aren't so interested in destroying everything. They just wanted to be loved. But anyway, Newland was a real nasty piece of work and he attacked the keysmiths who uh, were involved in the creation and protection of the keys and were able to murder all of the keysmiths apart from um, apart from Hemlock uh, who's uh, very brave and very strong. Anyway, uh, the keys were discovered again in Waterdeep after an event which has become known as the Third Heimlich Incident. Uh, a bunch of skeletons managed to attack an opera, which interestingly enough was called the Silver Keys, as an attempt to bring everyone back together. A small group 
uh, which included uh, Hunk and Hemlock and uh, Gatecrasher now and uh, Bernard and uh, <laughs> this is Tom just going and, and oh um and well uh, David's character anyway no that's me breaking anyway yes Alba. This, this, Alba, that's it. Uh, and Alba, they were able to... Um, anyway, uh, next slide. So the broken keys, uh, Gatecrasher and Gatecrasher began corrupting the genus loci of the Beastlands. Uh, it only half worked. Uh, it is still causing problems. And of course, uh, what occurs on the material plane also occurs in the Beastlands. And there was also a possible attack on the world tree, Idrisil. Um, a thing that was not believed. Anyway, that's probably not important. Uh, uh, Gatecrasher was banished during a fight. Uh, we don't know where he is. Um, the Warforged Gatecrasher is currently still corrupted by the yellow stuff. And uh, Gatecrasher, the, the dragon one, uh, keep us up. I don't think it's right that you... you we, we're call, they're called Gatecrasher for a reason. It sort of worked together. You don't... I, for one, don't like the little pictograms. Well, the others do, so... Anyway. They're funny. Shut up. <laughs> you shut... No, no, no. We're vainly leader. Anyway, so the new cadence, uh, which the Broken Keys were putting together to try and cause calamity, was destroyed by this group. Um, I was... I, I well, I, I was, I was helped glances at the Medusa. He's like, I'm fine. We, the broken keys managed to either get killed or change side. I assisted and we managed to escape from limbo, although it took a lot of effort to power a silver key is a difficult thing to do without training, but uh, Mert uh, Gatecrasher managed to power it and then they managed to get the entire party safely back to a wonderful seaside resort where everyone had cocktails. Anyway, next slide. No, that's not that's not your job. Anyway, so uh, Jakarv, uh, Karen, Georgie, and um, hold on. Next slide. There you go. Better. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, um, El Bandito. We're using made up <laughs> names. They're not made up names. That can we stop interrupting? Anyway, um, final slide, please. Uh, anyway, the mission that we are going to present to you, you uh, the new associates of the Gatecrashers, one, find broken glass, two, stop her from destroying the multiverse in her fury and her hatred, and three, try and profit. work out... Hmm? Profit? Yeah, profit, yes. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, profit. Uh, and also, kind of just as herself, profit. <laughs> Uh, I'm a seer. That's 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 fine. It's not fun. Can we stop heckling? I'm, I'm, I won't really. Anyway, you, you, you can either become a gatecrasher, or we can relocate you to a new universe, or we can give you treasure. We'll be very grateful. Um, the reason we're asking you is because I had a vision, and I saw. Well, I I saw the doctor, and now it's oh, just a final slide. Well, you said that was the final slide. I, I, I was, this is like the holder slide. Any, oh. any, any questions? Okay. I not finished writing down the the order of things. So what um, was step three before profit? Uh, stop this from happening again. Okay, thank you. Yes. So any, any yes, um, Karen, Karen. Oh, I forgot my question. Oh, 
Okay, uh, we'll, we'll come back I to it. I remember my question. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, one. Yes. Is there a performance review? Because you did very well and the others are mean and not nice. And they should get a deep merit. Is that the same as taking their toes off? Should be. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, one's, no one's getting their toes <laughs> removed. Yeah. Or just told off. And you did very well. And you should get you should get more toes. Oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> We'll we'll start going yeah. rummaging in her uh, her spangly sack. Yeah. Also, um, there's only one of me. Sorry? There's only one of me. In in all in effort, just here or in, are you There's only one of me. <laughs> so, the keeper. It's true. He's, he's 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 unique. There's no one like them. Well, well done. You are completely the rest of you <laughs> looks you over. But uh, yes, um, keeper has come back up. <laughs> but Fall of Lights no is not leaving the podium. So the cobalt climbs up inside. I will also be participating in the Q and A. Yes, uh, who's next? Um, Georgie. Okay. Yeah. Jazz before you go, Sean. Um, mm -hmm. While that is happening. Tony will have um, pulled something out of her bag of holding and scampered over to Karen and uh, given him a gold star. And I figured it was your idea, so you should you should give it to her. Uh, but just try and present it this way round so she doesn't see that there's a phallus drawn on it. That, <laughs> passing it to Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Karen, add add one phallic gold star to your inventory. But but you should give it to her because you wanted to give her a, a merit, right? There you go. Just Karen just ignoring the cake. Yeah. And we're just kind of sticking the star. <laughs> She's now got a little gold star on her. Like, yeah. Anyway, yes, Georgie. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 not so much a question so much as um i uh, i just i wanted to say to um, fall of light snow that um, i particularly enjoyed your pun uh, of the word profit and and profit uh, that was very funny thank you georgie uh, i don't get to do that 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 one very often because don't don't, don't fool me when i'm right <laughs> um well because everyone everyone has heard you know i, I, I think i'm funny Oh, I just didn't want to interrupt during the thing by, you know, laughing. I think, again, because you've all got high perception, you can vaguely hear the Medusa go, I also think you're funny, but that counts. Well, we're uh, not meant to interrupt. No, no, no. You've got questions. You're all cute. You did, we didn't get, bring you here because you're all rule keepers. Rule keeper's oh. not a thing. I'm a keeper. Anyway, yes. Uh, oh, there's 27 less of me i just wanted to throw that out there oh yes i made sure the, of that yes you're the um you're the the ultimate jacquard aren't you yes with you this isn't even my final form no it really isn't you're you're you know i let you know a secret you're type six concern to us i don't know if that's good or bad well it's better that's than the rest of us <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, you can ask Fall of Light Snow later and she will give you your ratings. But <laughs> you can see her just like going, 
Yes. Um, any any final final questions? They they might have other. No. Yes. Okay. Um, about Dito. I have many names, so if I become a gate crasher, I will willingly add it to my list. But it cannot be the only one. No, I'm afraid that's those are the rules. Um, of which but you, you are rule not... breakers. <laughs> yes, as you say that, but like. I mean, my, my name's Keeper, but I get that because I keep rather than crash. But um, yes, you, you've also got the uh-huh, whole thing well, about... I El Bandito. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, uh, Jack. Um, well, I, I think, uh, is it Karen? They had hey. their hand up more uh, than I did. Well, uh, Karen then. Oh, I had a question to Fall of Light Snow. Yes. Which was how um, maybe you weren't supposed to be a gatecrasher because you were supposed to become the rule keeper. How do we help you do that? Because I feel that you are the most qualified person in the room. Well, I mean, I, I, I've been studying and I would I, like that. Um, <laughs> looks at the kobold. <laughs> with, again, we've all seen cats and when cats get that look in the eye and the kobold's like no no well the kobold about to get batted off of the um yeah just stage yeah yeah we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that later yes um jack um you said about the places that this affected hmm. water deep yes is that all water deeps or are you favoring one universe over the others well we try to take care of as many universes as we can so you're favoring universes as jack hits what is one of the great flaws of the gate crashes (laughs) and you just so those other gate crashes, even full of light snow, is like, hmm. Because it is that sort of thing when you're like, ah, accidentally you point out a terrible flaw. Next question. Is there a version of me there? Just, um, just uh, having a lovely little... Uh, oh, I'm just looking something up on my phone. Uh, what's a D20? Um... Cool. Uh, make an insight check. Insight. It's not very high, I don't think. That's Can we all make an insight check? If you if you want, yeah. Eleven. Cool. Um, Ten. Ten. No. Seventeen. Tony, what did you get? Ten. Cool. Uh, Karen is the only one who has like a vague idea when when Keeper's like, no, of course there isn't. So you go, hmm. <laughs> uh, Jack, probably probably that water deep. Uh, Jakarta's really dead. So it goes. Uh, do we get anything for doing this? Well, yes. Um, as we said, we can uh, we can offer you uh, a new timeline, or a uh, we can give you. Uh, Power, or you couldn't train to be a gatecrasher. What? Sorry, Karen, you go. I was promised drugs. 
I think who, that falls under power, doesn't it? Who, who promised you? Who promised you drugs? Oh, <laughs> that's like, hello. <laughs> what can I say, keeper? He's a nice guy, actually. Uh, Karen, <laughs> it's Anna. Hey, uh, what? What exactly? Uh, you got any particular drugs you want to try? I've heard that there was something about beans. Oh. <laughs> can do. Stop offering the assistance drugs! Opens the mind! Travel! And, uh... Okay, well... I find it's also really useful for when you're getting people together and they've all got emotional problems and you need to sit down and have therapy. Bingo! Don't go to Wait, therapy! Beans are good Take for drugs. that? It depends on the beans. Sometimes you want a meal, sometimes you want to relieve your mind from its burdens and sometimes you want to do both at the same time and then sometimes the therapy is using the bad beans to go and poison the people who've been causing you problems i, I definitely yeah. do use beans to relieve something sometimes you know i have experience with people that use beans far too much and i have to say i'm not entirely sure that it fixed problems in the way that he wanted them to you can have an overdependency on beans. Mm. It was sad. Yeah, it's the baked ones. They 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 really do things to your dopamine levels. Yeah. Sounds half baked to me. I'll <laughs> just slowly turn and look yeah. at Georgie. Also, again, it's, sort of, it's great. You've all got high perception because I can do my weird things like uh, full of lights, no turns to keep and goes. Um, so they they knew. Um, they knew Clint, the, the type of free. Oh, yes, the one who um, the one who just probably now looks at Tony and goes, "Ah, right." Hmm. What? No, no, that's um, let's 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 keep talking about beans or not. We can. We don't have to talk. A Actually, no, I do have a follow-up question to the point that you made before when you said that that some some multiverses universes were more favored than others. And hmm. I just wanted to know, does that mean that there were other universes where one of you gate crashers decided to step in before the Tarrasque burned everything down? There is a silence. Good question. In the in the room, uh, Karen, you are multiversal traveler. Do you think you've ever heard of a Tarask? You know how bad that is. Uh, you have to possibly not. Actually, maybe maybe Jack. Jack, do you? Let's go. Do you think? And do you, would you care? Uh, Jack is known as a mass murderer. Yes. But the only people he's actually killed are other versions of himself. Mm. Yeah. Although he makes out that he's killed millions of people. Yeah, of course. But so you you probably you don't know you probably have know what there. know what a Trask is, but never been near one. Yeah. <laughs> and Georgie. Mm. I don't know, possibly in the kind of uh knowledge of like draconic things and stuff like that like maybe maybe has heard tell but yeah there's no way yeah. would have come against one no uh this is great because nat has opened the side plot to this adventure because 
Ah, yes, the, um, the Tarrasque. Uh, yes, when, um, Clint Eatswood was mentioned, um, that's rather a stain on our reputation. One of our gatecrashers was indeed able to rescue you and your associates. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to save that world. It seems you're, uh, Professor Mollusk, correct, made a device out of a silver key. Yes. Well, it wasn't just him. You know, I had actually a very large contribution. I made sure it looked real pretty. That's, 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 that's well, well done. Um, <laughs> again, this is very confused kobold. Um, it's, uh, the Medusa goes, it's traveling the multiverse. Just luck? Like, no, the uh, the Tarrasque. The uh, you put a silver oh. key in its belly, and now it's jumping around. Oh no! Yes, you've unleashed basically a world-destroying weapon on the multiverse. So that's a that's an you know how we've been talking about type. That's like a type zero. That's if the Tarrasque ever is able to stay in a particular place at one time, it'll probably destroy everything. But um, yeah, an astral an astral Tarrasque. An astral Tarrasque. Yes, well done, Jakar. Jack. Sounds like a real pickle. <laughs> And not, not the pelican type. Yes, Jack. What's this <laughs> ultimate power you were saying? Oh, right, yes. Um, well, it is, it is the ultimate power to uh, travel the multiverse, uh, to create things, uh, to see... Or are you wanting... Because you want, you want to be the only version of yourself, correct? Is that what you're looking for here? No. <laughs> I want to be able to go back to my time and kill the person that is there and that took everything, but they're too strong for me at the minute. It would mean, if that means I kill my other forms to gain strength, so what be if, it. What if he's going around all the multiverses killing his other forms to get more powerful as well? Then you're just flat. I hadn't thought of that. Jack. Jack, just take a moment to just... Yes! I'm, just... I'm, yes. I'm, I'm also loving the implication with there not being any other Karens that Karen is already the most powerful version. Absolutely. This is this is ultimate Karen. So going, this doesn't seem like power. This just seems like Sunday. Look, in their grand scheme, Karen was like the one going, oh, he'll, he'll understand this. It's still just like, going, yeah, no, I'm the you completely unique. Again, we're not cribbing from, I don't know, there's a, there's a film series that did a thing about like Owen being the unique version. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, Karen, ultimate. Um, the alpha Karen. Alpha. AC. <laughs> Sorry, the half alpha Karen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, audience? Are you keeping up with all this? Players, are you keeping up with... I've made notes. Uh, oh. Whether they lead to any sense is a different question. Karen understood the pictures. Yes, you, you definitely know there was a bird involved at some point. It's <laughs> um, bad. Oh, bad oh, you used too many words. Point me in direction and I'll hit things. That's... 
that's probably the best we're going to manage. So, I'll just allow, does anyone have one final question before we set you off? No? Good. Oh, ultimate Kaelin, yes. Um... No. Jack? The, this ultimate power that allows you to travel between... Why would you give that to people? Because we were hoping that it would do some good to fix things, to very purposely now not look at El Bandito here, to be able to save people, to... We're not gods. We don't... We don't work on the moral system of gods. We we do what's. It's about to... again pauses because. I... So you're just as dumb as regular people, but you somehow ended up with more power because of what a twist of fate, and now it's 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 what our responsibility to fix up your fucking mess. <laughs> Keeper gets and starts walking off. Falls snows like like snows like. Keep it. I do think that's all a good. They're asking good questions. And all my days, I just this never happened with Hemlock. I tell you what. Tell you what. Calm <laughs> down, everybody. I, in my infinitesimal generosity, will agree to go and help you with this mission with these fine folks here. But when we are done saving everything, then we are coming back and we are sorting this entire mess out. All right? You clearly need a princess. <laughs> the meeting's over, but you still got your hand in the air. The producer just goes, you can just ask the question now. I didn't want to interrupt the princess. She's, she was making some really solid points. Hmm. I have a look. Um, does anyone know why broken glass went bad? That feels important. You guys all need therapy and communication skills. Mm. Right? They were little, and then there was a volcano. Why are you bringing children to a volcano? And then... They're quite fun. Yeah, I know, but they didn't seem that competent in the painting. They just seemed like little. And then... She's gone bad, and the other guy, like, why? The Medusas have not said, like, yes, why? And this is a bit unfair, because Full, like, Full of Snow is the only one, like, yes, Snowy. Why exactly were we bringing children to a volcano? You... Dot... Kate Crasher, you... You can't see the Medusas' eyes, but these two are just staring... It's a good question. Why? When we, we, yes, when 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 you get back, princess, you can uh, you can have a, a, a talk, and we can try and resolve. No, no, things. no. Answer Karen's so, question. She starts walking. Now, don't just walk off. Snowy, come on, go on, answer the question. You're the you're the gate crashing. Now, Dorothea, you deal with it. Walks out. Which one's walking out? Uh, uh, Fall of Light Snow. Yeah. Oh, she's the one that we like? Yeah. 
so the Medusa is still there's there's still there's been a few gate crashes at the back who also sort of the Aracocra who's like nope keeping far away. Right. I hope you're all proud of yourselves. That is one upset person, and I'm pretty sure it's all your faults. <laughs> a few of them do look a bit ashamed, but the Medusa's like. She has a she has a personal stake in this. Um, the uh, you, the broken keys, the uh, the assistance of the gate crashers who got left behind. There were a good number of us who were very unhappy about this way that things are running. But sometimes the only way you can deal with things is to change it from the inside, right? Right. Hello. Uh, she sort of clambers, <laughs> clambers over the seat to get good strength. Good. good uh, well, I don't know what time it is. My name's Gatecrasher. Has already been established. I'm going to be your uh, your fifth. Um, I'll help you travel the multiverse. I'll try and get you home safely. And I will ensure that, well, the mission is completed, that you'll get paid and Broken Glass receives whatever punishment that is decided to be appropriate. Yes, Georgie. Is there something special about us needing a fifth? There's, uh, back on uh, certain material planes, there's uh, there's a rather... uh, Superstition about fives that when a group of five turn up, world changing events happen. Uh, we would have expected a fifth with you normally, but uh, I don't know what happened to that gate crasher. We are, I assume, Snowy over there is going to be investigating. Is this on one of the uh, favoured universes? It's. <laughs> The very sharp teeth of a Medusa. Yeah. Yeah, Jack, I think it's one of the favourite universes. Right. Looks like you lost communication with the fifth. I'm going to be honest, I assume she's dead, but... I mean, we've we've lost so many gate crashes so far. In all honesty, I think they're probably doing a bit of a talent hunt at the moment. And, uh... Well... Click, clicks along and then clicks back to El Bandito and going, well, well you, you are a surprise. But uh, as it turns out, you're very invested in the weave of this story. So um, People often say I have many surprising sides. I bet they do. Anyway. Um, you still not clarified how we're going to find broken glass. Is there a trail? Yes. Um... Broken Glass is currently jumping around the multiverse, sending out her spies, her little tendrils. Um, we, well, we, I saw the effects of this, uh, well, as Snowy called it, the weird yellow stuff. Uh, as we send our, our own scouts out, we're looking for cases of this corruption and being able to track it back, hopefully to find one of her lieutenants or scouts and be able to work out which of a infinite number of multiverses she's currently residing in. The fact that you're all summoned here, this is of type one significance underneath the Tarasque. The Tarasque, which again, as we said, is currently also, I believe the technical term is bamfing around. But uh, yes, uh, 
we have reports of a world which is has had a separate apocalypse apocalypse anyway a world ending event happening that we can use uh as a passageway that if we can go there we can gather the information we can move on so uh i mean no time like the present i mean you you all scooped up from your various time streams you've had tea water um if you do any of you need to prepare anything else before we head out i can give you well times of the essence but we can give you the time you need anything you need before we go i mean you have these powerful magic keys right hmm. so you must be super powerful very clever. No, we've established that you're dumb. Anyway, you mm -hmm. must have all sorts of powerful other things as well, right? Anything to, you know, given the, the stakes here, anything to help us on our task? Are you asking for loot, princess? Well, I... if there's any to be had, I've lived so long in a wasteland full of scraps, you know. <laughs> She's laughing. Uh, yes. Okay, we could take you. We could take you all to the armory if you need to collect some things. Um, makes sense. Yes, I can see those eyes twitching, El Bandito. Uh, actually, let's that, tell you what. Let's all let's all go to the the armory and see what we can find you. We then, uh, yes. <laughs> stop by Georgie as we go down and just come back and go. I am very sorry for saying things. I think there was a mistranslation. And we're looking at the traffic and tussle going, I meant to say, I'm sorry that your friends died. You don't have to stop being sad. It's depressing because everyone's dead. That's a sad thing. I think I translated it wrong in my head. Yeah. It's all right. You don't have to. Uh... We all say stuff that we don't mean sometimes. Oh no, I meant it. I'm just not good at common. Yeah. Roberto yeah. like gently bumps the head against you, like, there you go. Yeah. All, all things will pass. But uh, it's difficult to get your palate back when you've had a few weeks of uh, nothing but bread and water. Would you like anything to help with that? I can help with that. Baby steps, I think. <laughs> I can heat water up for you. Um, actually, I quite like it cold. Strange, but okay. <laughs> the gears in Jack's head just slowly click and click back, <laughs> and then just like, yeah, weird, weird. Why, why, why would, why would you like cold water? Ick. He has a anyway. he has a look of he has a look of guilt on his face for oh. continuously heating that up. Oh, don't! But he's don't too get stubborn to apologise. He's not going to apologise. <laughs> we like, be best friends. <laughs> Tip, typical Jakar. Uh, I mean, there's 27 of him. Like <laughs> in here, yeah. He's got, all, he's got the memories of all of them. He's going to have some sort of falter. That's right. We're all in his head. Don't let him know, audience. The, the uh, empathetic Jakarths are the easiest to kill, so you've got the most yes. of them. 
Yeah, he's like, oh, welcome. Could I give you a nice cup of tea and wine? Oh, my God, you slipped my throat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I've been stabbed. Um, Oh, I'm so sorry. I've got my blood all over your nice clothes. (laughs) Oh, no, I've absorbed your soul. Sorry. (laughs) Sozzles. Um, Yes, you are escorted down to a... A very sort of it's actually a surprisingly small room um as you, you all can fit in but there's a desk and behind it is uh sitting a what, what should i make you pig folk sitting. hello welcome to the armory um gate crasher armorer um my uh associates here are hoping to arm themselves before we go on a difficult mission oh well yeah no that makes sense that's make perfect sense uh hello welcome uh welcome to the infinite armory uh you name it we we hopefully should be able to provide it so um for the second time what are you buying strangers no no it's it's a joke well we'll put it we'll put on a chit uh you know it's it's all like you so you don't lose like a world-changing artifact. There's no money exchange. So you've got world-changing artifacts. Um, no. <laughs> just, <laughs> just look. Insight check. Roll, roll insight. Don't mind if I do. Hmm. Right. Seventeen. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one. Yep. My dice is not rolling. Five. I'm old loathed. Yeah. I switched to physical because the digital was being slow and I rolled in that one and this is what I get. <laughs> Thou shalt not forsake D&D Beyond. No, nope. <laughs> basically d and Beyond. Uh, yes, uh, despite the very clear... No. Some of you believe, oh, well, no, obviously they don't have world-changing artefacts. Those of you who... Um, he got a what did he do? He got a he got a thirteen. So if you beat a thirteen, just as a flat, yeah, just like go, yeah, no, he's definitely got world changing artifacts in the back there. Georgie kind of glances towards Jack, who, despite being quite pleasant, is also not, not fully trusted yet, and it's just like, mm. okay, you know this now as well. That's not a good sign. Yeah, we. Are on a multi-vessel. Is that the right word? Mission. Multiversal. Okay. Mission. Any weapons you have can help us. There's something about a terrestrial terrascity or something. <laughs> Looks at Gatecrasher. He's like, yeah, no, they, uh, they know about the, uh, Terracity. Well, that's it. I have to do that. Sorry. Terracity. Well, yeah. I do hope that you're not going to be confronting that horrible beast. It's actually, it's one, it's our side quest. Look at them. I mean, what, what? What level of danger are these? Like level twelve level? I don't, I don't know, Amra. Uh, but 
yes, we'll do our best to... I mean, this one's already confronted the uh, friend of Clint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint. Friend of Clint is going to become a euphemism. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a friend of Clint? (laughs) They're a friend of Clint. Perfect. Um, so, gatecrash law. <laughs> Friend of Clint is real problem. <laughs> Man. Uh, I, I've got like a few friends out, of Clint. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to point out that Clint Eatswood is in the wind at the moment, even to the gatecrashers. But if we were to go into the kitchen, there is just a big thing on the board going, Clint? <laughs> That's the string. He's he's out there causing horrific trouble. Um Meanwhile, as already established, Wilby is in Waterdeep asleep in a drawer. He got taken in by the monster hunters. Everyone else in the wind, but now we know what happened to two of them. Anyway, uh, yes. Basically, this is your opportunity, folks, that if you have not come in... I, I've been nice and let my players enjoy some new uh, some new items. Um, so if there's any any in particular you'd like to state that you are, you are now presented by the armorer, Legendary world saving item sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've. Uh, it takes a long time for me to trust uh, trust a bit bit of kit, so uh, I'm good with what I've got on me back. I am also good, but if you happen to want to give us anything extra, that's not wink wink. Then I will hey. gladly take it. I tell you what. Oh y'all, you keep talking. I'm just looking at the list here. I am having a furious conversation with Chippy to see about what Chippy would like to get for this armory. I have a question for you, Karen. Karen. Karen, sorry. Um, You said you're the only one. So your ultimate, as the gate crashes, called you. And you keep going on about therapy. Mm. Is the key to ultimate power therapy? Yes. I've been doing it all wrong. To investigate this sometime. Would you like to come home? I can take you home and you can talk to my aunt. She just, she, so my aunt does like very like therapy where you get to go and scream and you hit things. And then you go to, then you go to my mom and she goes and gives you tea. And then you drink tea and you talk about your feelings after you've expended all the emotional energy from the hitting things, and then you do talk to my dad, and my dad gives you drugs. Uh, I like the first and third options. You have to go through my mom to go through the whole of them. I will have to think on this. Come, it'll be fun! Which of the three is the most powerful? Your aunt, your mother, or your father? My mom's an archfire, and my aunt's a hag, and then my dad's just... I think he just went into the court one day and decided it was cool, so probably my dad, because he was not fond there, he survived. I really feel like I should have heard of you. Do you want to roll a history check now? <laughs> I do. <laughs> from, from the wrong autumn court. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's only a nine, because I, I keep rolling these same physical dice and I need to stop. Again, uh, Tony, 
your time with nutmeg there's there was so much else going on that you know and it was great being treated as a princess and you got to ride around on her back and then there was uh, you practiced swearing about Jaktion, but you were able to make long streams of like what a what a terrible abandoner of his fate he was and and then rather like Mrs. Havisham where Nutmeg was like but you, you'll never fall in love will you you'll, you'll never run off and no no because you're, you're 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 good you're good I am loyal you are very <laughs> a little dear tongue which is odd because she's in her humanoid form at the time yes no you're you're, you're good you're a good child yes you won't you won't abandon me so I was very I started, busy with that. Yeah, just <laughs> you're just thinking back about all the lovely gifts you're going to be given. At which point, a jar, and I can't, I roll for this. A jar is put on the table. There you go. Um, uh, world, world saving, uh, world, <laughs> world fixing thing in that jar. Care to explain what it does? I mean, I believe, I believe the, uh, I believe what the kids are saying is fuck around and find out. <laughs> Armorer, that's uh, not uh, actually helpful. I know, I know, Gatecrasher. Um, I'll just say, uh, uh, Little Miss, don't, don't be sticking your paws in there. That's uh, sticky stuff. Karen <laughs> 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 just, literally, this big book just like, no! All right, okay. It's, um, it's sovereign glue. If anyone wants to make a history check. All right. Yeah, why not? History check or Arcada, possibly. Ooh. That's an 18 on the dice for a 17. Okay, so Georgie, possibly. 15. I mean, I wish I could take a picture of my dice. It is currently on a flat surface, but it's like cocked. Yeah. It's, not, it's not up against anything. <laughs> so I'm going to take the lower result, mm. and that will be a nine. Fair enough. Uh, Georgie. We, uh, we flash back. Oh, good. Well, you may be a couple of years, Gavron. Thing I understand, Georgie. There's a lot of crazy stuff out there. Uh, a lot of... Um, i tell you, there's, um, there's a deck that... Uh, could spell people's danger, terrible fates, or terrible. Well, sovereign glue. If anyone ever offers you sovereign glue, be very cautious. Uh, it mm. is the most potent glue in the multiverse, they say. Uh, an ounce of the stuff will cover about a foot's worth uh, of deep, sticky glue. Uh, once it's set, the only thing that could destroy it is using something known as the universal solvent, an oil of the ethereal nature, or even the wish spell. So, if anyone ever tells you to stick your hand in a jar, a jar of sovereign glue, you say no. You understand? Yeah, all right. Uh, this is a very specific advice. <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling It might be because I'm a little bit drunk. So. Who, who was worry. it who asked you to stick a finger in sovereign glue, Gavin? Ah, oh, oh, that, that. That was Miss Matilde. Uh, she uh, again. She uh, was. Um, she was a follower of Clemvor, and you know, can't trust Clemvor. No, that's not. That's not fair. That's um, dead now. Um, sad. I'm sorry, Georgie. I'm just. Um, 
I'm just wittering. Um, you're good. You're a good lad, Georgie. Um, it's all right. I think the gateway to the shadow fields round the corner. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll get we'll get it. That's <laughs> Devron. Having you've already again lost a couple of your followers, not followers, your friends. <laughs> isn't that isn't that a slip, Bone Lord? Anyway, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> Georgie, you've never seen it before, but you have a memory now mm-hmm. of your your fallen mentor. Uh, you know, so if, yeah, if, if Karen's still trying to, I will just kind of <laughs> yeah. take take their hand and be like, "No, nah, listen to him on this one." You listen to your friend. That's um, sticky stuff. Don't. Don't eat it. Don't. If you want something to stay stuck, use that. Um, <laughs> it's like pushes it forwards. So anyone who wants to take that jar can. Oh, yeah, you get, you get to dry. Don't drink it. <laughs> no, I just want to know how long it takes to dry. Oh, it takes a minute. Oh, sorry, That's Georgie. Still quite a while. Hmm. Well, if you just if you can. Uh, if you can hold it for there long enough, I mean, maybe if you've got like a, uh, a broken table or something, don't don't use the world's stickiest glue for the face of your table. But I mean, maybe this could sort out your uh, Banffin Teresque problem. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Can stick it to something? Yes. My hands are around it. I'm going to pass it to Georgie as the only one who seems to know what this is, <laughs> and therefore. The responsible one. Yeah, he can decide who it goes to when we need to use it. Uh, Sean, roll d six. Oh Christ! No, this uh, is not. This is not a bad d six. This is. <laughs> there, there, there's some leakage on the side of the yeah, bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Just making you play one handed for this. We're stuck together forever, <laughs> best friends. Uh, one. Uh, it, it's a, a. It's a quite a small jar. Uh, that means. There it says a D6 plus one, so two ounces. So one ounce covers one foot. So you have two feet worth of square feet. Square feet. Anyway, t- yeah. T- let's say two uses in that. You know, okay. uh, little little brush at the top. Um, there you go. So that's your that, folks. Is your world changing? <laughs> Why, <laughs> sorry, you put you putting your hand up there, or are you just stretching? All right. Yes. Uh, Dear folk. Holding out Chippy going, he wants a hat so he can be dashing. Oh, um. <laughs> Hats are very dangerous. You be careful with which hat you get. <laughs> oh, the temptation to play this card again. Uh, oh, hello, hello. That's a Chippy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a random decoration I have in my house. This is, this is perfect. Um, Okay, um, what, what sort of hat do you want, little one? Being shy, he wanted a one that was, like, dashing, so he could be a uh, dashing hero. Like, with a feather, or...? All right, um... And maybe a spear. And a hat. of dashing. A, a, a hat of dashing and a spear. I mean... A dashing hat and a spear. I mean, uh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Just sort of, all right, okay. Um, <laughs> clunk. <laughs> it is a very purple round. Uh, like a certain, uh, if you're playing d a certain drow adventurer who has a very 
fine. Yes, it's it's like that. There's a feather. Uh, there's also the tiniest <laughs> little spear. Um, please do on Chippy's character sheet add dashing hat and also tiny spear, which um, are, are you planning to make Chippy fight with that spear? No. I'm not was, planning on that. Oh, if Chippy, <laughs> if Chippy happened to... We are getting so close to that all-familiar one-shot. We can... Hey, folks, if you put it put it in the chat, we can... <laughs> <laughs> I shall play Nutmeg again and just be complete. You don't talk to people, Tony. You stay in the forest. Um, yes, so... Um, just looking at the time. This is. Hi, I'm having a great time, folks. Um, yes. I don't so, require much, but if you have a pair of plain ordinary boots that I could borrow, and uh, uh, a plain ordinary wand, actually, I can I can do what I need to. I I had Star Trail, but I lost her, which is about right, actually. I think. Uh, so I need to make myself a new one, but I can deal with it. I just need a base. Star Trail, the most beautiful horse and all that. All right, okay. Um, <laughs> but also a wand of acid explosions. So that's not just a normal wand. That you want something? Yeah. No, we got. Okay. Um, doesn't again because of superstition doesn't put the boots on the table, but sort of like hands them over to you and uh, acid explosions. Acid explosions. Yeah. Oh, that's. I was worried there. I thought it was a wand of ass explosions. I mean, I've yes, got that one. does get uh, that confusion has happened before. I mean, do do you want a wand of ass explosions? If you have one of those as well, that would be very useful. Does it involve beans? Sometimes, yes. We did try, but I mean, have you ever tried to get out of a tarasque? There was a big debate, and you know, sometimes it's just better to be careful and to have all bases covered. Two wands are put on the table. They are identical. Excellent. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to make you roll each time. <laughs> just for mechanics, this is just so she's got something to apply her arcane firearm to. So if one of them if one of them's magical and one of them's not, you'll be able to tell then. One one of them causes acid damage, and one of them makes them have to run away to the bathroom. Again, it, it, it would it would work. It, the, the, as, as far as I I know, I think the effect would work on either. To be honest, mm. uh, would that be force damage? It doesn't say non-magical, so it's just hmm. you turn a one staff or rod into your arcane firearm. If it, if it so, was. Um... If it was bladder related, then it would be slashing damage. Oh no! <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! My my lovely multiversal game. Who would have thunk? So serious. Okay, so the uh, the, the boots. She'll just grab some uh, ratty looking white feathers out of her uh, her bag and start like fixing them together, and uh, and then just click her heels and uh, do a little ah, and fly a little bit and then settle down again. Perfect. Always happy to be of service. Um, big guy. Uh, small guy. What do you got? Rope. Oh, how many feet? 50 feet. 
Oh, well, that's... <laughs> so reaches behind... Couple, if you have something that could cover a Tarask, maybe, then we'll take that. Um, what, sort, what sort of thing do you want to cover? Like a, a really big blanket? No, like a really big rope. Oh, oh, you want to... Big enough, big enough for a really big lasso. Infinite rope, you say? Oh, All man, right. It could be infinite if you want it to be. I mean, you just got like a really long rope, and that didn't. That'll All be. right, you know, it's up to you. I don't mind. <laughs> no, no, that? no! Don't backtrack now. You said infinite, and you looked like you had it. We'll take the infinite rope. All right. I mean, it goes. It goes. To, you know, the uh, there's a spell where you can put like uh, climb a magic rope. Uh, it's just, I know it's like, that one. Yeah. Well, it's like a, it's a realm of rope. You just keep pulling, and there'll be rope. Perfect. We'll take all of it. How uh, long's right. a bit of string? Uh, about the same distance if you fold in half. Uh, flicks, flicks a ring up. Uh, it's like it's a hempen ring. So there you go. Start pulling that out. Eventually, you can get into the. Uh, hey, I'm just creating items now. Add rope ring to your to your inventory. Rope ring. Rope ring. See, guys, sometimes. Yeah, like, oh, I accidentally gave something that I didn't realise my players were going to use like that. Alternatively, you just get in a silly, goofy, goosey mood and just start giving world-breaking events. You know, just... Well, you know, this is probably why most of the gate crashes are dead, I'm just saying. <laughs> and, um, yeah, points to Georgie. I've got me glue. Oh, you got your glue. No. Um, you don't want another hat or something? I think you'd look quite good with a hat. Yeah. Hats ain't really my thing. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, um, and uh, Gatecrasher. I've got everything I need. Don't worry, Armourer. Uh, right. Uh, now we're all uh, suited and booted. Uh, you ready to go off and try and save multiverse, friends? Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no time like the present. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you are led back into the corridor. Uh, Gatecrasher, again, you all might have... Actually, some of you didn't see the casting of the portal, but Gatecrasher sort of reaches into a uh, said she's uh, sunglasses. Uh, she's wearing the, the colourful robe, sort of reaches in. What's that? Right, okay. So, reaches up and starts turning. Now, if a, a certain other character was here, they would hear the um, the, the sound of the multiverse, the, the chime, the rising note. Okay, um, so this is the... Uh, this is where we last discovered the uh, infestation, the uh, yellow thing, as uh, Snowy called it. Um, See you on the other side, folks. And she steps out. If you're all sort of like looking, uh, it seems to be a, a destroyed city. Um, not, not, so not one of the, it's not Baldur's Gate, it's not, it's not one of the bigger ones, but it is a city that looks, it, the buildings are crumbling in. It doesn't look like people have been here in a very long time. But there you go. There's a there's a portal to adventure ahead of you. Yeah, looks like home. Toddles through. 
Ja, weil die soll... Hm. Das ist Jack. you will get on uh, Roberto's back. <laughs> right out. Got my hands out waiting for anyone to hold my hand and everyone's just gone, so I just hold hands with the Chiffy and walk through. Chiffy holds on. Chiffy holds on, lifts the hat up, the other one waves it around his head. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> as he, as he uh, sensibly ride walk out into the portal. Okay, crash the point. Closes the shine. Nice. So, um, this was this was the vague area where we uh, we think we heard there was something around here. So, um, I guess well, I don't want to say split up and look for clues, but let's let's see what we can get. And the sooner we get this sorted, the sooner we can get home and get ultimate power. What would that mean to you? Ultimate power. Yeah, you rolled your eyes at it. <laughs> uh, I suppose... I don't know. I don't know how being detailed. So you're very good with the questions. Cutting. I like it. You cut right to the point. I don't know. You ever... If you're thinking we should uh, split up then, does anybody have a message or anything like that? Uh, I thought about it and then I decided to to learn guidance instead. Oh, that's helpful because uh, I don't know message, but I do know guidance as well. Oh, great. Well, we're, we're well guided then. I can't cast spells, so... I can do smoke signals. Does anyone know how to read them? Uh, I do, because I can blow smoke. All right, so we can do smoke signals at each other. I can minor illusion. I can just do a, and I'll just minor illusion a sign that said that says it's here, and it's like bright neon flashing. I can do that. Do we maybe stick together then? Yeah, no. If we can, in hindsight, I probably should have seen we could have got sending stones or something for Marmara, but uh, you know, every day's a school day. Marvis, that's, um... Oops. You have those? That would have been really useful. Why did you not think of that? I think, uh, well, as Armour said, fuck around and find out. Um, that seems to be the general policy of the gate crashes, unfortunately. Yeah. Hey, El Bandito. Sapatico here. <laughs> this very disillusioned gate crasher. Um, Marvis, um... I guess, sort of, as we come, we're coming towards the end of the first episode here in the new world. Let's, 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 let's try and let's see if we can find some adventure. You know, what we promised, home, adventure and drugs. Karen, always feel free to make a drug, a drug search check. These people probably have dumped their stuff and run. You can always... I just, just people listening at home, don't do drugs. Yeah. Oh, yes. Unless they're That's prescribed it. to you by your doctor after a lot of time of research and thought. <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else. I was like, hey, don't get infinite rope. You're like, not a problem, Tom. Not a, not an issue. Um, yes, we're not advocating for drug use, but uh, we are I'm advocating. Fuck around with superglue. 
<laughs> Those are the tips. Super yes. glue use. <laughs> Don't glue yourself to the table. Um, People, one of the don't things... be a something, an ex-year-old strange elf from the Fey realm whose pastime is this, you know. Just, just don't... Do that. You can like them, but you can't be them. <laughs> I think that goes for most of the party. One uh, of the uh, one of the things that uh, Jack has learnt in his hmm. time killing a certain number of his other cells is when he enters a new plane, he has like a sixth sense for if there's one around, and then he uses that sixth sense to track them. Do I get that sixth sense you in do. this world? You do. Hmm. There is. There is. Um, is it just a general feeling that there's one of you around, or is there a, like a directional thing? I reckon. I reckon it would. I reckon. You know, similar to how I know I'm not a ranger, but you know, similar <laughs> to how rangers can sense. They they can sense um, things within a certain radius. <laughs> he he sort of gained the power to be able to sense where he is, where other versions of himself are on the plane that he's on, if That's they're fair. there. Uh, yep, you're getting that sense. Uh, not that. F- away really uh, less than a day's walk yeah it, it does feel a bit different though there's something there's something about it that's just not you know slightly makes your teeth tingle mm, something's real weird here different i like mm. it i've decided that drug searching for drugs is survival so i that's mm. 17 on a roll <laughs> as as a sort of like a conversation's been had with, to be honest, <laughs> Georgie and El Bandito, because Jack, Jack has sort of like just started looking around going, hmm, different. And Karen has run off. Uh, there is a, again, small townhouse. Again, this is funny. Both of you seem to have like an innate sense of something. This is your version of the yeah. Well, you're you're you are a ranger. You've got like a weird set. But you're like yeah. Okay, great. Uh, okay, going, hovering up the stairs, into a bedroom. It seems to be the bedroom of a a younger person. Um, it's that sort of weird transition between like childhood toys, but also uh, there seems to be like a, the poster of a bard, sort of uh, long hair flowing. Um, Again, you've got perception. Someone's been kissing this poster. It's it's uh, it's it's sad. Um, not sad for the kissing, but oh, sad that's because not this person. Judge, yeah. No, I'm saying it's sad because the person obviously isn't here anymore. This is this is an abandoned building. Hey, folks, look. I don't want you doing drugs. I don't want you eating superglue, and I don't want you kissing posters. I'm worried about you getting paper cuts on your lips. Uh, Karen, yes, there is definitely something in this room if you want to search for it. That's a natural 19 on the die. Beautiful. You, again, this innate sense that you have of like, hey, I'm a cool teen. I don't want my parents to know about the city. <laughs> you go over, you find the uh, one of the, uh, it's like a stuffed uh, owl. And you just sort of like gently run. There's a seam. You pull it. There's a tiny little bag of leaves in it. She is. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, it's not. It's not good, but it's fine. It's more than you had five minutes ago. 
you know, a lot of these have really good analgesic properties. So if you're fit, you know, if you've been injured or in pain, it helps get your mind off that a bit. <laughs> Chippy's will not do it. <laughs> Isn't sure why you're telling him because he's he's been here, but he's like, yeah. It just feels like it's good to kind of just go over the, the medical side of things. There's method. There's method to the meth. <laughs> There's method to the meth. And they just open <laughs> open a window and just kind of drop out the window. <laughs> Finally, someone has defenestrated in this game as you just flop out of the, uh, the, the first story window. Um, Okay, just just make me an acrobatics roll or athletics. You see, I'm Grace. I will. <laughs> this does mean now that at some point uh, over the course of this game, uh, Georgie also has to jump out of a window because that will make all four of us. Yes. Yeah. I am Beauty. I am Grace. I also. <laughs> Bolton, Bolton eight. I'll tell you what else you rolled, and that's an ankle. Uh, <laughs> for two points of falling slash oh dear damage. <laughs> also, also, it's not quite piercing, but Chippy kind of like scrapes, and then it's like <laughs> points at the spear. You do not tell anybody but trying to be cool. Ah, yeah. yeah. Just kind of tries to turn the slight limp into a little bit of yeah. a swagger. <laughs> and slightly regret the heels. <laughs> I'm not that tall. <laughs> oh, the revelation. Um, if only you had some kind of healing that just, just I know you're not about to see eating the leaves like it might heal me. Uh no, you uh you turn it into a slight uh swagger as you walk back. Uh you know. Right, so Oh, um Karen's back. Uh yes, we're we're just trying to work out where exactly uh we're heading. Um Jack's gone odd. Um, He'll be back, I'm sure. Uh, do we think this this broken glass would leave a trace of magical energy? Is it worth detecting magic while we're here, or do you think that there's the wrong kind of uh, uh, trail? No, no, I think it, it, she should probably... Do you, do you have to detect magic? Well, yeah, obviously. Oh, you could just be making a suggestion, El Bandito. If you want to cast it, cast it. I mean, if you have it, then please be my guest. No, no, your, your, your choice. I mean, Fights. if you wanted to use your magical energy instead of wasting mine, then that's fine. But I can do it if you can't. Make a persuasion If you are well. so bad at it that you could not possibly do this job, then don't worry, I've got you. Make a persuasion roll, Nat. <laughs> The entire time all of this is going on, Jack has a manic look, smile on his face. He is now interested in what's happening. <laughs> Finally, it's taken three hours, but we've got Jack on board. Um, <clears throat> while um, the, the chat is going on about detecting magic, um, 
there's did you say there was like the yellow stuff in this plane uh yes um can i ritual cast detect poison and disease you absolutely can um yeah i will start kind of trying to run through some of the exercises that gavron told me mm. and um yeah we'll we'll start trying to see if there's anything uh infecting this plane amazing uh tony are you ritual casting detect magic or are you just casting it Oh, it would be a ritual cast as well, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's both... I, I, I only rolled a six, by the way, on that persuasion check, because my dice hate me today. That, that's fine. I think <laughs> as you grumpily sit down and you both start... It both takes ten minutes, right? I, I think this is perfect. So this conversation happened... After, so Karen is coming back, having fallen out of a window. <laughs> Just as it's happening. Uh... This is great because uh, this happens both at the same time. Uh, which one to go for, with first? Uh, Georgie. Yes. Yes, there is definitely a high trace of the yellow stuff, of the, the poison, the corruption all around. This is a very irradiated zone, basically. And Tony. It's like a teenage boy's room with a dark light. Hey, if you want to go back up into that bedroom that we've just had someone jump out the window of the kissing, don't you boo, don't you boo that. Hey, I won't shame it. Um, Tony. We've all been there. <laughs> have we? Have we? Right. Several of us have been there. <laughs> what do I see, Tom? <laughs> Only disgust and shame. Yeah. There's... <laughs> There's a lot of necrotic energy around here. Teenage um, boys' bedroom. Teenage, teenage, teenage <laughs> boys' bedroom. Um, <laughs> which, of course, is the perfect time when a very cool, funky-looking half-elf squirrel comes <laughs> walking back. <laughs> and the, uh, well, four, including uh, Gatecrasher, look behind as slowly... <laughs> Something rises up, something twisted, the yellow mist pouring out of it. Whatever that thing is, it's very, very dead and very, very infected. <laughs> and next time, folks, we'll find out what exactly it is. Is it a friend? Is it going to be an ally? Is it this version of Chikarf? He just... He just wants to offer hospitality, friendship, and uh, basically the removal of uh, this Jakarth's soul. It'd be very so interesting. Maybe it is an ally. Okay. Yeah. No, just... It's a trick. It's my next character. Horrific oh. fiend Jakarth or mass murderer Jakarth? Which one do you it's want? The, it's the choice. Um, this is going to be a thing. I'm just going to make Josh change character each. Look, I already made Matt change character midstream. Why not? Why not, Josh? Uh, yes. So, thank you very much, friends and foes, for joining us for this very, uh, very on the rails and sensible episode of uh, Truth and Glass. Because, as you know, once you break either, you can't fix it again. Uh, 
This is me just finding the uh, outro. Thank you very much for joining us for the mayhem. Uh, it's been an utter pleasure. Uh, if you have enjoyed tonight's game, you will know that we play Mondays and Tuesdays here on the stream, 6 p.m. GMT slash BST. I think we're still, well, we might be coming to the end of BST by the time you see this. Uh, that's 10 a.m. PT or PST. Uh, on Mondays, there is this game, or um, actually, I don't, I don't know what the schedule is quite yet. So we're still trying to work things out. And Tuesday, uh, we have a repeat of some of our classical episodes. So if you want to see some of the players like two, three years ago, when we're like, look at them, look at them, so innocent, so young. I think, uh, Tuesday, I think Tuesday is Gloom on Baldur's Gate. Oh, I want to say. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just so some of us are like Ooh, lovely lovely stuff so uh yes look forward look forward to that and on fridays also at 6 p.m we have uh either talk together which is where we talk to various people in the ttrpg world or talking is a free action in which uh four-fifths of the people sitting at this table <laughs> might decide to put people into a dungeon or uh uh, some or a, a shop in the, in the case of some, one of our players um and we ask uh, them questions we make them uh suffer and everyone has a lovely time and we learn facts and figures uh all our shows are streamed here at twitch.tv slash roll together rpg and you can find our content archived at youtube.com slash roll together rpg if you haven't enjoyed the podcast well you can listen to more uh you would have missed out on the very good powerpoint presentation that i put together last night at the time of recording when i was like <laughs> they're probably a slice show and everyone's like well i'm gonna make that right so i was like Sure am. <laughs> it was very good. It was mm. worth it. How how else am I going to get about four episodes worth of facts and figures back in, and also let you know that one of the characters has a crash and one of the other player characters? Uh, anyway, so uh, podcasts. Uh, if you look for Roll Together RPG on most podcasts, we're there. If we're not, let us know. Uh, biggest thank you to our beloved D Twenty Club on Patreon. Uh, again, uh, hand hand. I just I don't Can't have do the hands for it. These are good hands. These are strong hands, but they just couldn't hold on. Anyway, so if you want to be like the D20 Club and you want to provide us with uh, one of your local currency, be that pounds, dollars, gold, or as I've started saying, goats, uh, you can. Uh, we're lovely. Uh, the D20 Club are a delight. Uh, they also helped us put together a Discord and a wiki. So if you come along the Discord, if you've got any questions, you want to hang out, you want to show off your various beautiful dice, uh, it's just, yes, as uh, we point, uh, what, what is time? What is space? Um, and the wiki, I mean, good good luck with this. Where I just start dropping names, you're like, is this going to be? It's been fun looking at the crash and burn thing where they're like, we are not sure why this happened. You're like, ha, ha, ha. I have no idea. Anyway, um, sponsors, 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 you're all amazing. We love you so much. Uh, uh, social media. Also, the TikTok, I still, I'm like a year into it, I still don't know how it works, but there certainly are the memes and the dances, there's less dances now, there's more people getting excited about former president's headshots, which kind of lets you know when this has been recorded. Anyway, I'm rambling, I'm tired, we all want to go <laughs> go lie down and enjoy our bread and our water and our illicit <laughs> drugs, but don't do it, don't, don't, don't do it, kids. Anyway, um, 
as we say at the end of every episode, <laughs> don't stick your fingers in super glue. Have a good one, folks. <laughs> I think that went well. <laughs>